Albuquerque's macro aggression, Eddie Aragon, the rock of talk. Wednesday afternoon, I'm Eddie Aragon, the Rock of Talk on AM1600, KIVA, ABQ.FM, rockoftalk.com, Pi 50, 5500, you can check us out on Roku TV, Amazon Fire, Apple TV, podcasting on SoundCloud, Stitcher, and Spotify, as well as jumping into uh, the fun with our apps on rockoftalk.tv and rockoftalk.com, and uh, the place we all go to to make our head grow, and no, I'm not talking about ego, folks, I'm talking about rockoftalk.chat. Oh, man, I, we missed him. The Dow 3000 been away for a couple of days, but he's been out and about and enjoying himself out a little bit. Uh, we got D. Dowd Muska joining us from near Balloon Fiesta Park uh, in Albuquerque. <laughs> Soon to be overrun Balloon Fiesta Park, <laughs> yeah. I would say. Uh, well, here we are. We're, all, we're just running all to the Balloon Fiesta Park. It's that time of the year. Can you feel it's magic in the air there, D. Dowd Muska? I got to say that I love this time of the year. I do all, uh, do we say Nuevo Mexicanos, Porqueños? If I say things in Spanish, will that help me get more votes? Remember, I am really for mayor. Fight for Who do you think you are, Tim Keller? Muy autentico. Uh, don't forget, uh, our competitors in this race uh, can certainly uh, jump in uh, on the fun either online while I'm here. Can you imagine actually calling in wanting to talk about an issue and, and debate me? I've been in debates two, two, two separate days. Um, it's been a lot of fun, and uh, we finally get to do talk radio. So. I'm uh, a lot more excited for that. Um, I'll welcome your calls if you want to blow up, blow up the phone. Yeah, you can blow up the phone at uh, 550-5500. You can also uh, blow up us uh, with text as well. If you want to volunteer for the campaign, you can uh, go directly to fightfor505.com. That's fightfor505.com. Uh, maybe the biggest preamble in all of radio throughout the rest of the country. you got to promote the TV. you got to promote the radio. you got to promote the Rock of Talk chat site, then the campaign. Oh my gosh! Oh, and also Los Alamos and fourteen ninety KRSN one hundred seven point one in Santa, or excuse me, Los Alamos uh, fourteen ninety in Santa Fe. So there we go. D. Dowd Muska has got some stuff on critical race theory today. We also didn't get a chance to uh, cover his Monday article as well. There's a lot more going on than just the mayor's race, folks. We appreciate your attention. I'd like to thank the good people at uh, Cumulus Media. Uh, I don't think that they're necessarily avoiding us or ignoring us anymore. I went and, I went and shook every single person's hand in the room, uh, Dowd, or at least greeted the tables and just said hello, welcome for participating and coming and just do what we could because, you know, ultimately if I end up uh, becoming successful and becoming mayor of the city of Albuquerque, these are all the people that we would be representing, not just a certain segment or a slice or a, you know, a certain segment of the population. We have to go ahead and satisfy uh, everybody uh, that is here. So, uh, Dowd, uh, I, I know well, you have zero to do with the campaign. And uh, I think even more importantly, he is my favorite critic. Uh, one of the reasons why uh, he knows how to uh, bring the hammer down on me. And uh, let's get your honest assessment of everything that you see out there. For somebody who doesn't care about politics, cares about policy and wants to see things improve, uh, g- give me some quick takeaways. And uh, I don't need the scores or the winners and the losers. I'm more interested in the state of our city. What you think after you see three men who are vying to lead our city and uh, the current condition of, wh- of where it's at, uh, your thoughts. Yeah, Eddie, it's uh, these these back to back debates were so interesting, and I, I know you. I think you played on the air the first debate, uh, which was by the New Mexico Black Voters Collaborative. Um, right. I was at my machine for both debates here, scribbling. The, 
scraps of paper and and notes and, and electronic records. I think I have. Let's see if I can. Can I do that? Soy oh, I boy. I wrote soy boy simp pathetic wow. panderer. Uh, <laughs> I I don't think I was thinking about Eddie Aragon when I wrote that. I I, uh, I think I might have been thinking about one of the other candidates as well. But um, well, I mean, you know, Eddie, the first debate. I think you went into you were in the lion's den. I mean, those are people who don't think the way you as a conservative think. There are people who don't think the way me, that I as a, as a libertarian think. Yep. Uh, I think a lot of Republicans, and I've heard this over the years, are really cowardly to go into an environment like that. Eddie yep. Aragon is not afraid to express his beliefs before a hostile group, a supportive group, or anywhere in between. And I think uh, I think you uh, I don't think you were treated quite fair the first night. Uh, second night, I think they were pretty even-handed on all the candidates. Um, obviously, that was a very uh, hostile audience, and I think you you did try to engage the moderator and ask her if she could leave Oklahoma and come live in New Mexico, which I thought was a very a very valid question. But she was having none of that. Yeah. Um, but uh, you know, I I just you know, as I wrote down here, I mean, whether whether you like Eddie Ergon or don't like him, whether you like Manny or don't like him, can we all just agree that? Tim Keller is the most pathetic, pandering, soy boy, simp mayor in America. I mean, I just the the impassioned plea for migrants, uh, the pandering to oh, yeah. racial and gender yeah. groups. Yeah. Um, I'm not a big fan of Manny, but Manny is not that bad. I mean, he doesn't wander into that territory. Um, Manny, I think, suffers from. <clears throat> I don't think he's exactly the brightest person out there. And so there are moments when I really feel sorry for the guy uh, versus the third candidate up there who kind of takes all comers and responds in a, in a very quick fashion. Um, I, I think people probably learned a lot more in the second debate, uh, the one sponsored by the radio yeah. station and the Chamber of Commerce, Eddie, uh, because you and I, I remember emailing you this. I said, I think in, in the next debate, you're going to have more of a field to run on uh, versus yeah. the first night. I think the first night, Eddie, really confirmed how our progressive woke community in this country is just obsessed with race and gender yep. and and it just I, frankly i felt sorry and i wish that that whole event could have been about how do we transcend that nonsense and improve the lives of everyone in albuquerque and it was just constant what are you going to do for this group what are you going to do for that group but uh eddie when you're running for office the t the temptation is to pander it's to yeah. tell people what they want to hear and I don't recall Eddie doing a lot of caving that night. I mean, I think he was very, whether you like Eddie or not, he was very open and honest about where he came from and didn't back down on the Juneteenth issue. Uh, Eddie hey, gave I just didn't, uh, but to be honest, I just didn't know anything about it. I mean, let me just kind of get to the Juneteenth stuff because I think sure. it's an interesting conversation uh, that we should be having. And to be quite honest, unlike my audience, I think I learned more the first night or could have learned more the first night than I did the second night. And uh, that, of course, was the New Mexico Black uh, Voters uh, Collaborative. Uh, thanks for the invite. Uh, Mason was very nice. Uh, um, the uh, host of that, I think she had some trouble with me. Um, I had some trouble, to be quite honest, about something called language justice. I didn't know what it was. I was, asking, <laughs> I was asking a simple question. The, the simple question was, what, really, what's language justice? Help educate mm -hmm. me. I'm the... I'm the dumb idiot here in the room, I suppose, if that's what the way you want to phrase it or, you know, I, I, I don't really care. And then, you know, I wanted to know about the person who submitted a question. I didn't get an answer on that. And then I got no interaction at all with the moderator. She wanted me to, you know, address the crowd and and I wanted to address her on a, a conversation that uh, she could answer, which is, have you moved here? And if you are here, 
Um, well, doesn't that add to the bottom line of what we want is more population growth? You know, and to be in somewhat uh, fairness to the, the New Mexico Black Voters uh, Collaborative uh, that was out there, I, I do want to say, like, there is a certain uh, sense that they have not been heard. And so people have a tendency to scream a little bit louder, roll a little bit harder and come at you. Maybe what seemingly might be a little bit more unfairly. I feel as if they haven't been heard. And I felt like, well, this is an opportunity for them to educate me. And oftentimes we talk about inclusivity. What could be better than some, you know, guy who's 4.6% black. uh, If we want to say it, it's just a fact. I wasn't trying to make a joke about it or anything. What I was trying to suggest is that, Hey, uh, why don't you include me too? I got a little bit of, uh, African-American in me. You want to include me? Do I not qualify? And if I can, I say I'm the first black mayor or something like that. Just something to kind of throw out there to kick off the conversation. And it's in that as uh, the conversation, the confrontation, as we know, that we as a community could actually come together because we're engaging each other on that level. Uh, That's how the community will grow, uh, you know, conversation and confrontation um, without necessarily like running each other over. As everybody knows, I enjoy conversation from uh, confrontation tremendously as much as they enjoy conversation. But, you know, I think in, in truth and honesty in, in, in all of us, what we can understand is that Albuquerque is not a healthy, healthy city. New Mexico is not a healthy state. We have not grown. There are some real issues. And I had some real concerns about the prioritization of some of those issues. There was no whatsoever addressment, uh, addressing the businesses that have been shut down. I was interested to hear about what black businesses had been shut down. Uh, which black businesses that we should talk about in the, that particular part of the city, um, you know, how they weren't able to get through the essential versus non-essential. I think that those were reasonable things to consider. None of that was addressed. Instead, we we ventured into the weeds on a number of issues that aren't at the forefront of our, our dialogue. And I think it was a missed opportunity for them uh, in as much as it was for the entire community. And I think next time around, uh, hopefully we'll be able to better outline uh, these things. I don't think that anybody, and I'll make the final point, in any business, much less the government, that there should be, you know, affirmative action or allocations. Those things should be a natural progression of just open-mindedness and fairness and finding the the best person with the highest desire and highest passion for those positions. Uh, I don't think that anybody should be uh, feel deterred. And if the African-American community here, uh, which it was, I've been corrected, which I learned something else, is 3.2% down. I've think it's very, very exciting to me uh, to know that, hey, there's one to grow on. If Tim Keller hasn't provided what he had promised the African-American community from going from whatever it is to three point, if it's not reflective of the population, well, that's something I can hold him on his scale on. I don't look at people as either white and black, as you know. We know the the racial diversity that I've had that comes through uh, the radio station, but it's amazing uh, how far we the Democrats must have fallen to not have been able to follow through on their, you know, quanti- uh, quantities or quotas or affirmative action, um, you know, <laughs> and I think that's what you heard. You heard a lot of that frustration. I was also very surprised to know that she, as well as the rest of the New Mexico Black Voters Collaborative, seemingly was already on Tim Keller's side. Uh, and I think that that was, that was quite obvious uh, there. So in terms of a forum, I think it was more of, hey, here's our guy, uh, this is the guy we're going to roll with and we're going to try uh, and sort of knock the other two guys on the other end. But uh, all in all, I think it was a pretty fair exchange. I would not say, because uh, at no point did I was looking for a leg up or preferential treatment. What I was looking for is just a, you know, good, honest answers. And that's what I provided. If I didn't know something, 
what could be better if you had a politician? And we're going to throw myself as a, they're going to call me a politician, I suppose. now. Someone, uh, Gurgis Scott, I was listening this morning on Bob Clark. Bob Clark, you did a wonderful job, I just want to say, uh, last night. Went up and when I first shook Bob Clark's hand, let me tell you what happened yesterday. And don't let me lose my point on Bob Clark. When I went to go shake Bob Clark's hand, Dowd, he didn't look at me. And so I felt like, okay, well, did I catch him off guard? I kind of felt a little bit bad. It's like, if someone doesn't look in your eyes, something sneaky coming in or something. You know, you kind of always look at that, right? And so I went around the room. I said hi to all the tables. And I'm like, I'm Eddie Aragon because everyone's ready to get scared by me. Like I'm, you know, Monsters, Inc. or something. So I'm like running around. I'm saying hi to everybody, you know. And then I go in. I hang out with my uh, crew there in the back. And then I go back out again. And I go and say uh, hi to Bob Clark a second time. And he was much more forward. So I imagine that he was just, you know, quite busy with uh, – with everything that was that that was happening there, but can you imagine if you had a politician, an elected leader, a mayor, a congressman, a I don't know representative, council member, school board member, who didn't have a polished answer, who didn't have the right thing to say, and who literally said, "I don't know the answer to that," or let me get back to you. Or can you educate me more on that? You know, one of the, I think the things that's really important in a politician is having a certain level of humility and not coming with an agenda. And I think that's what we have seen, certainly from both of my competitors. I mean, they, they, I mean Manny's only answer, unfortunately, for anything is crime. Yeah. Even on the business issue. And then we ventured onto the weeds about fraud and everything else. I'm like, boy, we got to stop this conversation about fraud before we lose an entire mayoral uh, dialogue. <laughs> focused on people who are um, uh, looking for public money for a campaign. I'm like, uh, Tim Keller's not only controlling the cars, but he's got house money. He's playing with the government's money on this whole entire thing. And so, and I saw so I made the point last night. I was like, we should never have a taxpayer funded election again. Excellent point. Yeah. I yeah. think that was something that we shouldn't be spending taxpayer money on. So it doesn't make a, what we've had is an extremely uh, unfair election. Um, and I think uh, if he can use that, I can use my radio station, wouldn't you say? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think one's go. even, uh, yeah, one's even better, better than the other. But you know, you're absolutely right, Eddie. I think when you, uh, I think they're really trying to to drill the prepackaged answers into Manny, yeah. and they're having a mixed success with that. Exactly. Keller is a past master. I mean. He will hear a keyword from – it's almost like the computer in his brain. He'll hear a keyword in the question, and he'll immediately go to the location where the, the, the prepackaged answer will be spit out to reward a particular constitu- constituency or sue the particular constituency. And uh, it, it, uh, it's – we're in a very interesting mayoral race in Albuquerque. We are. It's fun. If, you, if you're only fun. paying attention now, uh, yeah. you know, I'm just w- welcome to the pool because let me tell you, we're going to have a fun time in this pool party the next couple of weeks. Well, not only that, uh, I'll tell you, Tim Keller – is scared to death of me. Uh, there's zero doubt of that in my mind after speaking with him yesterday. Uh, you know, for example, in the midst of the two minute break that we had on KKOB, uh, when you, what you couldn't see on the radio, <laughs> you know, I backed away and I went to go talk to Manny and Tim. Those guys won't talk to each other like at all. These are like the best of friends right on stage. They won't. I said, uh, you know, the first night, I'm like, maybe you should go say hi to Manny, Tim. You know, I told him in the back, I said, go say hi. Let's break the ice, you know. Get out there, but you guys are all tight because I'm never tight. I just, you know, just start, you know, day one. I'm just right in. I don't care. And so, you know, they did that. And then I came out yesterday since we had the little break and I went to go talk to them. Like, 
come on, guys, wouldn't it be nice if our entire city actually saw us having a conversation on stage aside from the podiums and our mics and all that? And let me tell you, I'm going to tell you something that I noticed today because I didn't get a chance to listen to the to the radio. I came out of an interview that I was uh, very happy. I had the pleasure of meeting uh, Diane Kinderwater. You know her? No. Yeah, I guess she worked in the um, Gary Johnson administration. She's a very pleasant person. Really enjoyed her uh, company, the interview that I got with her and everything. It was, it was, it was really great. But um, I saw some things sort of loosen up today. And as hard and tough as I can be, I think those conversations and people realizing that I'm not totally unapproachable, that I will talk to you, regardless of how you feel. There's like two people in this, in this whole city that I, I refuse to talk to. And they already know who they are from the get-go. So, but everybody else, uh, you know, I can trust them. I can totally trust. And even the, the people who are out there, I think we need to keep that conversation loose. Because guess what? We're on this big barge floating in the ocean, all right? And we're all together on the good ship Albuquerque. And if we don't start helping each other, you guys yeah. keep punching holes in the bottom of that ship, we're going to sink and we're sinking fast. The dog eat dog world. Let's stop that. Let's grow the pie. Okay. Let me just tell you, I'm happy to go ahead and share my ideas, my thoughts and encourage anybody, but I don't think that there's anybody better than me to lead this city back. Talk about the issues every day. And I want this job. I hate to tell you this right now. I can tell you after I, I got to say before the first debate, I'm like, well, okay, we'll see what happens and how this goes. And uh, I'm glad that the Republicans are up here getting represented. Second, I was like, uh, yeah, I definitely want this job. And yesterday I'm like, oh, I need this job. I still <laughs> want this. This could really turn it all around for the city of Albuquerque. I was walking up to the PNM people yesterday, Dad, which I thought was very interesting because I literally said there, they, the question was, and a good one from Bob Clark. He had several good ones. I don't know if he came up with them himself or, uh, or not. I'm assuming he did. Um, but he stated, what does Albuquerque look like 20 years from now? Excellent question. And I think, best, yeah. best of the night. Well, easy. And because it talks about vision. And I, for the only time all night, we moved away from fraud and gateway centers and stadiums and all the crap that people are throwing around. They're just tripping over. I'm like, oh, my gosh, I just saw Sebastian and Sam, you know, 26 and 29 years of age. And I saw them in Albuquerque. And I'm like, well, here's what it does look like. And this yeah. is why it will happen. And it will no longer be of the Democrat Party. And we will definitely be moving more towards a, a broader encompassing, you know, pro-growth mode. And I think that all the other states are going to be maxed out. Arizona, Colorado, Utah, Texas. People are going to want to come here. Big, wide open spaces, big, clear blue skies. And we're going to decide that the failure has finally taught us something. And after our administration, we led the state in a new direction. And my kids are here in New Mexico. And without the Energy Transition Act, and hey, a more balanced economy with more private sector jobs and more people investing in the future. And I immediately thought to myself, I'm like, hey, this is it. I've got a vision. And I thought that question, you know, right there, I think pointed everybody in the right direction because we are on this ship together. And if we don't take that, this opportunity here in 2021, regardless of what Michelle Lujan Grisha might come down on you and your business, you don't have to fear her. I'll be happy to stand up against her on your behalf to keep your businesses and your places going. I'll be happy to negotiate against these guys. I'm a great negotiator, okay? The best way to negotiate is not ever having to negotiate. The people who are on my radio station, they've never had to negotiate their prices. They've came on. They've continued to do what they've done since day one. I've never expected anything more than, than what they've given me, and they've never expected anything more than making sure that they're getting what they're paying for. These are important issues. These are important things 
when it comes to the city of Albuquerque, you're just following through and doing what you're saying. I got to tell you, Dad, I'm excited. You know, you've got some, a lot of policy in your 29 years. Uh, I hope that we can leverage a lot of that. I got my teal blue USB port with all of your great works that I'm certain, <laughs> I'm certain that a municipality, as uh, much as it is in <laughs> entrenched in failure, you know, dr- I love that Jerry Maguire part when he's talking about <laughs> I am cloaked in failure. That's the way we are right now. And we got to find our Rod Tidwell. And you know what? I'm going to, we got to just show people the money. So we'll just uh, leave it right there. Anything else, uh, Dow? Do you want to, any observations? Uh, well, just, you know, it's, it's interesting. You, you mentioned the, the 20 year question. I, uh, I do not play favorites, but I will say, I do think the lines of the night, the two, the two lines of the night uh, was one of them was your response to the 20 year question. Uh, the, the mayor thinks he'll be president in 20 years. That, that I think was not only funny, but ex- 100% accurate, uh, and I will give Manny, who I, I have plenty of issues with, I will give Manny a, maybe a close second or maybe cl- almost tied with you for uh, I'm running for the highest executive position in this city. I'm not running to be public health secretary. Yeah. Um, Keller's got this Carter-esque stink about him, and you and Manny both are really scoring big time, and I hope people really realize that uh, uh, of the three choices, I think we know who is at absolute rock bottom, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, well, it is pretty bad. Uh, but uh, we can open up for, for phone calls. All you want, you can talk here all you want. If not, we've got other stories. We've got two write-ups. we got Rebecca here in studio as well. We guys uh, want you to go ahead and jump on board this magic bus here this afternoon right here in the Kiva on AM1600, KIVA, ABQ.FM, and rockoftalk.com. 426, back and forth. Talk TV is now available on your computer or for Roku, Apple TV, and Amazon Fire. To download your version, just visit rockoftalk.tv and go to the app section to get the download link for Rock of Talk TV. Music is the great communicator on makeusgodlyagain.com. Sometimes we just need a pick-me-up. MakeUsGodlyAgain.com Ready for some adventure? Then explore our new array of Lear's superior camper shells and tonneau covers at Smith's Ultimate Linings. Fiberglass base rails, trimless edges, DuPont automotive finish. Enjoy safety and superior advantages Lear offers. We'll even take $100 off with the purchase of a shell and liner. Visit our website at smithsultimate.com or call us at 505-332-1403 to begin your journey today with Smith's Ultimate Lining.
Albuquerque-based Pluma Construction Systems provides a full suite of commercial construction services and residential remodeling. Pluma Construction is a service-disabled, veteran-owned small business. Visionary Tony Robbins said, setting goals is the first step in turning the invisible into the visible. Whether you are training to run a marathon, starting a new business, or training soldiers, you need to be committed to making that vision a reality. Set clear goals. Be determined and purposeful in achieving them. Back it all up with unshakable self-confidence. If you radiate enthusiasm and are truly excited about what you're doing, people will be naturally drawn to you. The other final ingredient is humility. Proverbs 16.9 says, In their hearts, humans plan their course, but the Lord establishes their steps. In the grand plan of life, if you are spiritually grounded, you will have success because you know who you are and that there is a God and you are not Him. This Leadership Minute was brought to you by Pluma Construction Systems. To discuss your construction project, call 505-345-0755 or visit plucys.com. I'm Nancy Giblin, owner of Sugar Hollow, a boutique residential assisted living community in the historic Albuquerque Country Club neighborhood. Dedicated to exceptional care for your loved one, Sugar Hollow provides daily wellness activities that engage the mind, body, and spirit. Join us for Happy Hour Fridays, Sugar Hollow style, featuring local musicians playing tunes your loved ones will recognize and enjoy. Visit Sugar Hollow by calling 270-0801. Boutique style assisted living, 270-0801. Hey, it's Eddie Aragon. The staff at ABQ Guns stands for your Second Amendment rights, but they believe other freedoms are under attack by the governor's orders. Small businesses are bearing the weight of those health orders, and ABQ Guns believes she owns our state's economic collapse. ABQ Guns urges you to shop local for firearms, ammo, and accessories. Stop by the shop in Riverside Plaza, on Coors, north of Montano, or visit shop.abqguns.com. ABQ Guns, defenders of your freedom. In our increasingly busy world, it is always nice to take a little time to sit down and relax. At Monty's Cigar Shop, we offer everything to help you do just that. There's nothing better than spending time smoking a great premium cigar with family and friends. Monty specializes in artisanal, hand-rolled cigars that make up just 2% of the worldwide cigar market. With over 2,000 different kinds of the absolute best cigars for you to choose from, you are guaranteed to find the perfect fit. Whether you've been smoking cigars for years or you're just starting now, we'll find the right cigar for you. Stop by and see us at 3636 San Mateo in Albuquerque or give us a call at 505-881-7999. That's 505-881-7999. Amazing Grace Personal Care Services is companion care at a reasonable rate, including mobile assistance, meal preparation, household services, cognitive assistance, and support services, and more. 505-796-4900. That's 505-796-4900. We don't take our trips on LSD. We don't burn our draft cards down on Main Street. We like living right, being free. We don't make party out of loving. We like holding hands and pitching We don't let our hair grow long and shaggy Like the hippies out in San Francisco do And I'm proud to be an Okie from Muskogee 
even squares can have a ball. <laughs> we still Merle Haggard looks like uh, Dan Lewis, by the way. I don't know if... Uh, I don't know if you've ever seen what Merle Haggard looks like, but uh, to me, he sort of looks a lot like Dan Lewis, and that's uh, that's kind of a compliment. He's uh, he's a handsome man there. Nidal uh, Muska here, Rebecca uh, here as well, right here in Nikiva. You can find uh, everybody directly online at rockoftalk.tv. That's rockoftalk.tv. It is uh, that easy, ladies and gentlemen, uh, for Jumping into the Kiva and actually watching us uh, directly online. we got a few phone calls uh, jumping in here. Second segment, first hour. Call you in the Kiva. Go ahead. Thank you. This is Steve. Steve I would hope that you? everyone... Good. Thank you. Uh, I have a couple of points. Major, major points. Right. Number one, I hope everybody watches the Fight for 505 video on the first debate. Because I texted you because you were like Muhammad Ali with the left jabs. <laughs> and if you look at the video with the close-ups of Keller's face, yeah. look at him very closely around the 30-minute mark. His face is beaten to a pulp. <laughs> On the 40-minute mark, it looks really bad. It's, you could tell he was beat up. And he was demoralized by your answers. Yeah. You did the same on both the, the next two debates. But anyway, I could spend uh, a whole day on these debates. But I love the the talk about the stadium. Yeah. Because here in Albuquerque in New Mexico, we love lemons. And they sugarcoat the lemons. And they keep giving them more money. Yeah. And you know this $50 million, you know it's going to be 100 Hundred million by the end, because yeah. the people that have that property that think they want the the stadium there, they're going to double the price, triple the price of the land. Oh yeah! If they buy have to buy houses to tear tear down and build the stadium. But anyway, we're sucking too much money out of Albuquerque residents, especially yeah. with the casinos. Oh. The activities they have at the concerts there at the amphitheater. Oh, Steve, I love you're my whatever. you're my best friend right now. One of my biggest okay. things is to be competing against those casinos. We need to take it back. Correct. We need to go ahead and make sure that every city of Albuquerque uh, endeavors never happening at uh, Saleta, at Sandia, yeah. at uh, what Route 66. Like we're surrounded, and those are like different countries. Those are like foreign countries to me. And we've known that we yeah, don't have a gambling hotline. We know the number of people who are addicted, drug addicted, alcohol addicted. You know, they get those casino commercials that come in. Thank God not too many people watch TV anymore. They, they head straight for that stuff. Yeah. And we've got to compete with the casinos for entertainment and not get that dollar over there because that's just draining us. It's uh, like uh, they said, yeah. in no, not no country for old men and there will be blood. Drainage. Yeah. That's it. There They're it is. Brain... Now doing the, the looks. Yeah, the drainage. It's draining the the income and the money right out of the city of Albuquerque. Yeah, they're preying on false dreams because they give away all the cars and whatever, but that's not my main point. About five years ago, I wrote a letter to the editor about ideas for Albuquerque to get tourists here and to stay here. Mm -hmm. I'm also in the convention bureau now called Visit Albuquerque, trying to keep uh, tourists here and not going to Santa Fe. So I wrote a letter to the editor. He called me a couple of days later. It ended up being a front page article. The ideas 
I'll give them to you as quick as I can. No, take your time. To get tourists here and to stay here. The tram. Attach a zip line to the tram. That's number one. That would get tourists here. I would be the second passenger. Do you know? Somebody you, else you, do know you do know the tallest, you know, the highest tram in the, the world, I believe. But you do know, if you're on a zip line on that, I don't know if you know too much about this, but the physics of that, you would get going faster than you could be even possibly maintain it. I've, I went on the highest zip line in the, no, no joke. And this was in Puerto Vallarta. Uh, I want to say, look us up now, see if I'm still correct. If uh, the, and it was one of the highest or the highest zip line in the uh, Northern hemisphere. And I think it was in Puerto Vallarta between like two mountains. Uh, I don't know how fast I was going, but I went first because I was afraid if I went last, the cable would break. And I was over the 250 weight limit, but I did it anyway, just because I didn't want someone to say that chicken. Now, I don't know if that's feasible uh, physically, but it's a good idea. Go ahead. Okay. Number two is build a replica of Stonehenge on the West Mesa at the volcanoes. There's nothing out there. You could probably see it for as soon as you come over to Harris Canyon hmm. and other areas. But you build it out of sandstone, so you call it sandstone hinge. Hmm. And besides the sandstone hinge, you have replicas of the, um, oh, God, how come I'm forgetting all of a sudden? The Easter Island. I was uh, just in my um, head before you said it. We just we connected right yeah. through the microphone, right to your mouth uh, before it came out, and everybody else Those, agreed right there with you. They, they knew exactly what you were talking about. All right, that's, a, that's interesting. Okay, okay next also, one. Also, an obelisk, wow. an Egyptian obelisk made out of sandstone in the same area. And uh, instead of the hieroglyphs, I mean, instead of the hieroglyphs, yes, you put petroglyphs, oh. the, the drawings from the Indian petroglyphs. Number three. We could do the 2001, the we could do the 2001 Space Odyssey intro, right? As you uh, go through there, you... You feel the sound from Thus Spake Zarathustra, right, from Richard Strauss. Yeah. You hear the music coming okay. in, then you get the Space Odyssey, and then, you know, in the distance you can see some crazy monkeys out there dancing around because they're, they're realizing they've got uh, rocks. Yeah, so there we go. That's interesting. Yeah. All right, what's next? We're, we're about to have the balloon fiesta, and 99% of the time, not 99%, maybe 50%, the wind ruins it all. Well... The balloon fiesta is empty this most of the time. They do have the driving range on there. Okay. I think they still have it. I'm not no, sure. No, they don't do the driving but range. That's you over. Have a, you have the International Kite Festival huh. and during that. And now we need the wind. You want the wind. In April and May, guaranteed winds. But that name is already taken, International Kite Festival. But... The interna International Kite Fiesta is not. So we have the Kite Fiesta and the Balloon Fiesta. And you, these works, these kites are works of art, especially from China and Mexico. Okay, another one is like the Santa Monica Pier. Oh, I, I love that. The promenade and, uh, yeah, Carnival. I like that. We can, uh, that, attach, I, I really like that. Attach a pier to the Rio Grande Bridge at Central and have it go north and it's managed by the biopark and it goes oh, okay. north for quite a ways and Handle at the end area. it's pretty big 
Okay. And you can have events on there, weddings, any types of functions. You have just a regular night at the at the pier. And since it's on Route 66, you call it Pier 66. Here's something like Steve. That's your best idea yeah. right there, buddy. Uh, you're ta- you're talking about okay. creating an extended river walk that's going to go along the Rio Grande via the Nature Center right on onto Old Town, and we create uh, okay. sort of roving uh, motor vehicles, you know, things like that that would go. Or if people want to walk, there's pathways. I mean, that is Correct. a beautiful pathway, well, and uh, dress it up a little bit. Yeah, it's right in the middle of the Rio Grande, not on the sides, right in the middle, okay, attached uh, to the bridge. I think we'd have to start okay. with, uh, Steve, to be practical, we'd have to start on the sides and eventually we get there. But with the drainage that's happening in the Rio Grande, it might uh, it might happen to us before we're able to get to it. That's that's quite costly, but okay. we make sure that we use uh, expensive uh, asphalt, uh, need that high-compact asphalt. Last one, we've got a few callers. Go ahead. Okay, last one is... There's a, a mirror-type round art object at a government building. It's a rehab center on Zuni and San Mateo. It has, it's like a mirror-type thing, glass, and as you move, it changes colors. Put one, that one's about 20 feet in circumference. Put a gigantic one, I mean vision, 100 feet. 200 feet with rays sticking out of it like a Zia symbol, and it spins, and you put that on the middle of the big eye, and it's raised up however high they can do it. And so, you know, it's going to be visible like the arch or the needle or uh, um, what do you call it? You're thinking of San St. In, Louis? You know, the needle, Toronto. Uh, you're thinking of stuff yeah. like that. Okay, so let me. Uh... And so, and then it spins with the wind. So those are visions that are going to keep people here instead of passing through. Oh wow! Look, there's a soccer stadium. Is there any game tonight? No. What else is there? <laughs> mm, nothing. It's empty. And so it's just going to get cobwebs, sort of like the spaceport. Right before they have an event, they hire a crew of 100 to go clean up all the cobwebs to make it look like there's something has been going on in there. So stop all of these lemons that they sugarcoat and spend money for nothing. You make uh, me feel like I appreciate that. Uh, You know, architectural walks. I didn't ask him if he's an architect. He's got some interesting write-ups that he's sent me. I looked at his uh, text message. He He was all for this guy is. Steve is hardcore. Let me just tell you, he sent uh, he's a thing. Did Keller and Manny support in uh, Trump's Operation Legend? MLG was more concerned about the Fed's possible civil rights violations. Beat the crap out of Keller again, Eddie. All lives matter. Good points on Keller's support for lawlessness, destruction of downtown statues, history, legal immigrants with honor and lines to do it right. No sanctuary city. Mentoring ICE detain mentioning ICE detainers, scolding them on so many race-based issues, erasing days when 71 percent of fatherless homes. Even Farrakhan talks about that problem. Drugs and crime. One of the screen pay, uh, screenplays, books, not basketballs, and LOL. Oh, <laughs> would you get reparations to? This guy was sending that. Good job again, Eddie. Eric Strauss is ragging on COVID. Keller, Eddie is smooth and polished. Keller blames or makes excuses for COVID. Da-da-da-da. So good stuff there from Steve. Uh, you sent me the notes last night. Uh, 
um, Dowd on last night's uh, call-in. And then, I did. Uh, well, yeah, let's get to that in a second. Uh, caller, you're in the Kiva. Go ahead. Sorry for the long wait. Go ahead. Yeah, this is your skeptical, cynical, critical, paranoid here. I got two items for you today. First, first one, if Biden is so convinced that the $3.5 trillion will not cost us anything, then why are they so adamant about raising the debt limit? If it's not going to cost us, why do we need to raise the debt limit? Are you asking me or telling me? I'm suggesting it's something that needs to be asked. Okay. And what's your second question? Second question. Listen to two of uh, those uh, debates or candidate forums, whatever you want to call them. Mm-hmm. And looking what, what, at it, object. One was, a, at it, one was a forum uh, that became a debate because I made it so, and the other one was an actual debate. Yeah. But I listened to two of them and uh, trying to look at it without any preconceived ideas, just based upon uh, what you state as your policies and your answers to the questions. I would rate you as a strong first, Manny as a second, and Keller would be a far, far, far third. Wow. Laying it out there. Thank you so much. The skeptical, uh, delectable, incredible. Skeptic- what? Skeptical, cynical, critical, paranoid. Skeptical, and cynical, yes, critical, paranoid. You're all three. There you go. I've got yeah. I've got and, the skeptical, yes, cynical, critical, paranoid vote. That's awesome. <laughs> and, and yes, you got it locked up. You're very entertaining. You should do talk radio. If, when I'm when I'm done, can you come in here and do the show with uh, Dowd and uh, Rebecca? That'd, that'd be good. You got an agreement? We're all set. I probably wouldn't last more than one show. <laughs> <laughs> you, you're afraid what other people might think of you all day. See, that's why I can do radios because I don't care what anybody thinks of me. So we're all good yeah. to go. There we go. Yeah. And as I'm a cynical, skeptical, incredible, delectable pal uh, on the radio, paranoid uh, pal. All right, uh, caller, you're in the Kiva. Go ahead. Caller, hello. Yes, yes, sir. Hey, hey. This is Jim down the street. Oh, Jim, I can see you from my window. Let me hold on. <laughs> yeah, there you are, Jim. I see you down the street. Hey, are you okay? You need help? Wanna, you want some I milk? Tell you. Sugar? You want some yeah, sugar no, milk? No, what do you uh, What do you want to borrow me, again? My lawnmower? A twelve pack. A neat, uh, my weed eater. <laughs> anyway, I want to tell you. Last night on the debate, you just. Knocked it out of the park, buddy. Oh, thanks. That's very nice of you. I was no, really wondering. I was, was. I was really was wondering nothing. what happened there I mean, on stage. I appreciate that. Oh, Jesus Christ! It, it it was so blatant that you you're like miles ahead of these guys. But uh, well, I do, I do do this for a living, and I do read a lot more than both of those guys, probably combined, but still only about one half as much as D. Dowd Muska. So there you go. Yeah, just because you ain't got the big D behind your name, so they put up. <laughs> If Adolf Hitler was running, you'd have trouble. But anyway, wow. I want to I want to say something real quick. The last caller you had with the ideas of of promoting new ideas. Now I want to uh, switch back to what we already have. Okay. I'm a real opponent of getting this city that is in chaos with our traffic, and I'm going to go to work for you mm-hmm. as your new city traffic manager. Okay. And we are going to fix these traffic lights so you can cruise through the city mm. the way we used to back in the 60s and 70s without having pent-up rage. 
you know, the only thing you get nowadays with the city of Albuquerque, you speed up to the 35 mile an hour speed limit and you reward yourself with a red light. A few minutes sitting here. So. Okay. I, uh, we've had this conversation before. I don't know the answers to that. Do you, have you worked in uh, traffic uh, performance uh, in other cities? Uh, help me understand sort of your qualifications uh, for this, or is this something that you're really honing in, educating yourself, or do you know other examples of other cities that have uh, done this uh, successfully? I know I threw a lot at you, but uh, answer any, all, or none. I don't care. Go ahead. All right. My background is I was a tow truck driver, and I had to get from here to Rio Rancho. We're up to uh, Paradise Hills or mm-hmm. somewhere in a hurry, and you spend half of your time at red lights instead of, you know, and obeying the traffic signal. So what do we have? You can do a couple things with this. Number one, think about how many city vehicles you have on the road that are burning gasoline and need to get to somewhere. Uh, Talk about gross national product wasted. I mean, ask a cab driver, Uber driver what their biggest problem is. You can't get to your destination because you're snarled up in this stuff. And it can be fixed so simple. If you can make them all red, you can make them all green. Okay. You had point two? Was that just one the one point you wanted to do? Well and and the thing about it is is the you know they the, the libs want to tell you about how we gotta get electric cars and do yeah. this for the right, environment. Right. Mm-hmm. Well I, Cars idling at a, at a stop sign pollute sure. 15 times right. more than true. one moving down the road. So let's, uh, let's think about it. Let's, uh, let's do this and reconvene next time, whether it's on the radio or you want to text me directly or send a link. Do a little traffic. Let's uh, start doing that, and we'll, we'll get the information out there and uh, see where traffic is good and where it's not so good and uh, uh, find if there's real, real. Uh, other periphery uh, elements that are impacting this, and then let's start putting our heads together and thinking about this because – I'm with you. It is a huge problem. Uh, we have traffic problems that are unnecessary. I've uh, incessantly talked about, uh, as long as I've been back here, uh, from coming from both Las Vegas and Phoenix, uh, we are we don't have a loop system. We have a bisectional I-25 and I-40 uh, with a lot of interstate traffic that comes through. And I don't think that that's the cause of, of necessarily everything. It has more to do with in-town stuff. But uh, and plus, obviously, the widenings of, of the freeway, you know, when you're coming down I-25 and these are outside of the purview of the mayor's office. So let's be clear about some of these things. But uh, these are things that do need to be talked about because now you've got Los Lunas and Belen coming one way and they go from five lanes to two lanes. And then you come all the way from the other side and you go from five lanes to two lanes coming down the uh, road from Bernalillo out in the nicer parts of Rio Rancho. We've got to build a bridge. We've got to start talking about it again. And uh, we've got to figure out how that's going to happen. And I'm not going to start getting into environmentalists and the crane and all the crap that we were talking about in the 90s. But that's the direction that this uh, conversation will inevitably go. Jim, do your homework and come back. Great stuff. I appreciate the uh, phone call. 550-5500. Caller, you are in the Kiva. Go ahead. Who's this? This is Danelle. How are you? Hi, Danelle. How are you? Hey, great, great. I'm calling in. um, My life, I... I heard what he was saying, but also what about our streets? That's not really what I was calling in, but that thought came on. Because I, I noticed in certain areas, some streets are fixed, and they're usually in the nicer homes areas. Yeah. 
and That's not true. the other. So it's like, how do they pick what streets they're going to do? Is it their supporter? Their supporters. Yeah, so that's that a, good, that's a great go- question. I mean, I've got the entire, you know, 465 page budget uh, printed out over here. Uh, I've got the new one for 2021, uh, by the way. <laughs> uh, there's no rhyme or reason, and I can't pretend to understand uh, how it's picked or selected. Uh, I can give you the quick stats and the drill down and why it's a problem and why we need to keep the focus on that. Have you noticed the uh, number of orange barrels and sort of the uh, no no rhyme or reason either in terms of uh, where the next uh, breakdown is going to happen. Oh, 35% of our streets are, uh, I forget there's an actual proper term for it right down, uh, undrivable or, mm-hmm. you know, and then the average impact on your car uh, in the city of Albuquerque is almost $800 in addition to the amount of money that you spend on gas. So, you know, this is a real problem, uh, but it's one of the sort of basic jobs of a mayor. Uh, basic beautification, uh, basic infrastructure, uh, making sure that these issues are addressed. This is a, um, as much of a staffing and quality of life issue for the people internally. And we have to make sure that our city of Albuquerque employees are happy doing that job and they want to do that uh, job as well. Some people are just going through the motions and they haven't had a, a fire under their ass in a long time. And I can tell you, if I'm driving, I'm hitting potholes, I'm making notes and I'm driving around the city cruiser. <laughs> They're going to hear and from me. You know that. I know they will because yeah. you even call out people in your own party. Yeah. If they're wrong, you're going to do it. And yeah. I'm all for that. I don't care who you are or what your background is. Yeah, and, and I'm not a curmudgeon. Other- I don't complain to complain. I would just make a phone call. We'd make it oh, easy, and we'd just redirect a resource to get addressed and uh, see where it falls uh, on the list. The uh, more we can keep lists of things, and I don't think anybody does it. I wrote all night on stage last night. Uh, Dowd writes all day. Uh, and look at all his tabs behind him. I mean, it's a beautiful thing to see. If we just organize and write things down because we're not going to remember everything, it's amazing. Exactly. It's amazing what can be done. You say, oh, you know what? You're about the 121st place in line. Here's when it should come based upon what we're able to reduce. And it's just a, mag- uh, 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 a matter of organizational track. And I know the department heads already exist. They just don't feel motivated to do it. Uh, there's this uh, lethargy that I think exists in the city of Albuquerque, and they're going through the motions. And with a new administration, a new attitude, and somebody who just doesn't care about anything but getting things done and putting a smile on your face, and that's one of the ways that we're going to quantify whether or not we're doing a good job, believe it or not, is are our citizens smiling? <laughs> are they happy? Uh, are, right. they, are they staying here? It's a really simple quotient, I think, that we can uh, definitely satisfy. In fact, uh, my uh, answers to the journal, it says, what specific metrics would you use to gauge your success as mayor? And I'm like, oh, my God, here we go with these things. Oh, 4.3% employment growth. I mean, no one talks like that. Exactly zero people would be able to do any of those. So I said crime. Every category of crime must go down. Commerce, our economy has to grow. COVID, we need to stay remain open. Corruption, we need to remove and entrench corrupt politicians. And city, are our employees happy? They work for the city. Are our citizens smiling? They live in the city. Are we putting Albuquerque first? Because we have to think of our city. If we do that, we'll keep people happy. And I think uh, everybody uh, will be moving forward and willing to engage and jump on board. Uh, what else to know? Well, it's funny you said no rhyme or reason. Over in Louisiana and Manal today and a couple of the businesses over there, the owners, they were talking about, sorry about this um, traffic out here. I know it's noisy. And I said, yeah, that's kind of a, a pain for you guys. At least it's not the art project. And they said, oh, yeah, thank God it's for that. But they said, and they absolutely said there's no rhyme or reason to it because we have the street right there that's in worse shape than this one. <laughs> yeah. So. 
But the reason why I called is because, first of all, you did a dynamic <laughs> job. Oh, thank you. I'm so proud of what you did, and you're giving hope, restoring hope to the city. That I hope that everybody that's hearing and seeing what you're out there doing and all the hard work that's being done, realizing what a great opportunity we have to take back our city and to get out and vote on November 2nd. Um, and I listened to KKOB yesterday, yeah. and normally I don't listen to that station. I guess Hayes was dispelling you as not a viable candidate and kind of laughing and saying that you were saying on the Black Forum that uh, you were going to arrest all homeless, which was incorrect. I did not, say, I did not mis- say that. Misinformation. No, I know this. Yeah, and, yeah. and I'm listening to this, and I'm thinking, how is this guy a talk show host? He's misinformed. His, he's misleading his listeners. And then what happened um, today? Well, guess what? What? Um, what happened? Bob Clark at 5.30 this oh, yeah. morning came out and gave you the real spill. But mm-hmm. then I thought, I'm going to go back to this guy's station this afternoon and listen. The BB. And Yeah, whatever his name is, the yeah. Hayes guy. Anyway, um, so he had Bob Clark on talking about it. But Hayes still was kind of insisting on um, Keller taking it over. And I thought, where is he and what planet is he living on? He, I'm wondering, is he getting some kind of an incentive uh, it uh, matter. to yeah, share it, his thought yeah. process? I don't it know. It just doesn't make it, sense. Well, you know, it, it, honestly, I don't even think it matters, but I think we're convincing people. Doesn't. We're changing hearts and minds, and we're getting to know people. They're getting to know us, and uh, we're not using fear. I went in. I uh, shook every hand, smiled at every person that I could with my mask, and uh, did whatever I could so we could go ahead and and earn their trust and vote because uh, ultimately uh, at the end of the day, we'll be representing every citizen here in the city. I can't stand the chiefs who are fighting. I can't stand, you know, Manny and Tim constantly fighting with each other. Like I'm bored with it. And uh, people are thinking about picking up and leaving. We've had a lost decade. I think we can turn it around. We just got to stop fighting with each other. So keep tabs on that, Danelle, and uh, give me updates very quickly. No, I appreciate it. And everybody can see through it is my whole point. So oh, okay. we're all on your side, and we're going to be out to vote for you. Thank See, you, you so can't, much. You can't fool all the people. They know. No, people are always our re- brains. Remember, everybody's smarter than you. Uh, that's what you have to talk to. <laughs> they really are all the time. I mean, if you're talking to somebody, you have no idea who you're talking to, and they probably have more information than you do. So let's just uh, think of it that way. All right, good one, uh, Danelle. Call you in the Kiva. Go ahead. Eddie, how are you doing? I'm Chuck. Hey, Chuck, how are you doing? Uh, shake your hey, hand. Good. It, it I, almost sounds I, like we I just want... met on the street, like we're going to shake each other's hands. <laughs> right Very nice. I like that. I just wanted to tell you that I thought you did an outstanding job on both of the debates this week. But I have a comment I'd like to make about the one with the Black Caucus or whatever they're called. Sure. Yeah, it's the New Mexico me... Black Voters Collaborative. Okay. So it's an associate, associative group, I think, of... Uh, what was it, Dowd? It was um, the uh, Black Economic, I think, Empowerment or something. Yeah, there's an Asian group connected to them, too. There were a whole bunch of different ethnic was, and racial groups. It was yeah. uh, something, six, something uh, 66 and then uh, Common Cause New Mexico, which I've had Heather on. It's been some time since she's been on, but uh, had, uh, it was also Common Cause New Mexico. So it was an associative group of like five organizations putting that together. Well, isn't that special? I the thing I wanted to say about that is that reminded me of like the ACLU having a fundraiser for the Democrat Party mm-hmm. in terms of their membership and the folks that were kind of heading that thing up. Um, it's very well known that both Catherine and Rodney are card carrying liberals in 
much to the point of even standing and marching and doing all the BLM stuff that went on. And so I guess I'm only bringing this up because it was a, it was a shoe in from the beginning who they were, uh, oh, sure. you know, all in yeah, for. Yeah, yeah, sure. It was absolutely, it, I just was nauseated about the whole thing because even the questions that were presented to you, yeah. We're all done in a way where they were really trying to stir things up and to, you know, m- you know, take, make you the target. And I really yeah. thought that was unfortunate. You did an outstanding job, Eddie, in Thank not you. letting in on that. And you spoke the truth, yeah. not a truth or your truth, the truth. And I want to commend you for that, man. I appreciate it. Job. Hey, Chuck, did you know what language justice was? I'm just uh, curious. Are you you're familiar with that term, language justice? We'll let Chuck go. Chuck's, Chuck's going to try and catch his breath after that. Uh, caller, you are in the Kiva. Go ahead. Um, hey, uh, Eddie, Daniel. Hey. Um, oh, hey, Daniel. Hey, I put a, hey, sorry, guys. Hey, great debate, by the way, the other night. Oh, thanks. Um, I didn't mean to get expected uh, on so quickly, but hey, I got bad news. What's going on? What's happening? What What is going well, on? We got bad news. Yeah. Lay it on me, pal. Well, uh, UNM is wanting to kick out a, a many students, me included, uh, for not getting the vac. Right. I am tempted. To get it, I'm gonna probably go. Do not. Whoa, 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 whoa. Okay, let me before you guys all jump in at one time. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. So there's been about five thousand students that have relocated to other places. Um, Right. So I want to slow this down. Let's be responsible. Do does the University of New Mexico have your money for tuition this semester? Yeah, I'm. We already started, but I started on the pretext of it being optional. Can, okay, well, and, so I want to ask you another question. Are you able yeah. to Zoom your classes or, I don't know, uh, get them in an alternative uh, fashion, yes or no? Uh, the current ones that I'm in now, no. Um, prior, the prior semesters, yes. So, How, you know. If, I, if, you choose, if you choose not to get the vax, what are the consequences uh, that will happen to you uh, as uh-huh. far as your uh, I don't know. What, what do you even call it when you're, your enrollment, right? What, what happens yeah. to your enrollment? What, tell them, tell me. Well, the best I can gather is Ooh, they are, they're wanting, they're wanting, they're wanting to, you to get tested every week. You got to give weekly results, which I don't care about that. That's nothing. But then from next semester, I believe they're, they're still going to kick you out. <laughs> okay. 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 Like. So, so, my suggestion to you, since they already have your yeah. money and your classes are already enrolled, yeah. there's no alternative way to do it. Uh, we are right. going to be running testing centers uh, all the time. Yeah. Uh, so uh, that it, so I'm I'm fine. I just got tested for the very first time, yeah. and you can get yeah. the, you get just swabbed and go yeah. ahead and do it. The numbers don't matter on testing anymore. They're inconse- no, they're inconsequential. Seriously, it's just like yeah. you're just getting tests to get tests at this point. Um, right. And we don't know whether or not you're symptomatic or whatever, but they've got your money. Yeah. Uh, don't get the shot. Because you don't want to get right. the shot. That's you, no, you, your choice. Okay, that's all you're trying to avoid right now, but they've already got your money. Yeah. And then reassess your position. Understand that the University of Mexico, which I love, is just this place uh-huh. that is being discriminatory towards you. Wait for some Very. things to develop. And if things don't go the right way, look at your other options. Because ultimately, yeah. you're investing in college because you have a bottom line focus. They are yeah. not. They're more focused on their bottom line. And the best way to right. hurt somebody else's bottom line is to remove yeah. your money and remove your patronage and uh, punish them 
Uh, you know, 5,000 students can't be wrong who picked up and left the University of New Mexico to go to UT, U of A, ASU, yeah. any of these other places. So explore right, your options, like, pal. Yeah, I'm like 95% done with my degree. So I'm oh, like, wow. close. I'm that close. Oh, God. Yeah, and I'm like, I'm not that. What do you, what do you got, I'm like 120 good. hours, 115 hours? Um, yeah, give or take. Yeah. Okay. I'd, I'd go to the bursar's office, uh, figure out what it's going to go ahead and cost you. Find the remote stuff, uh, follow through, uh-huh. and get your degree, and get the hell out of Dodge. Uh, right. And so, and what I mean by Dodge is out of the university. Go find yourself a job, stay here, and uh, right. uh, submit your application uh, for the next mayor of Albuquerque, uh, which is going to be city cool. manager. He'll be me. And if you can find yeah, a place, exactly. and, if, and you're, you know what? if you're passionate right. and you want to work, you come work for us, and then we'll go party all the time, and uh, we'll, right, we'll we'll turn right. the city we'll around. Come. What is, how's that sound? Huh. We, we can even have a beer Sounds one time. Great. Oh, dude, I'm down. <laughs> Me too. All right, there we go. All right, man. Well, thanks. Ooh. I will keep your advice. I'll take your advice. All right, problem solved. We uh, we did it, uh, Doubt. We yeah. Saved, we right. saved that guy. Uh, yeah. A long line of uh, impressive phone calls all coming in. Uh, everybody trying to get to the Monday Nighter, uh, which Rebecca actually uh, listened to. And Rebecca, she comes out punching. Uh, she's she's rough, and uh, she didn't get to listen to last night uh, at all. But uh, your thoughts on the uh, first night? Uh, that from your perspective, uh, Rebecca, and uh, would love to hear your thoughts on the New Mexico Black Voters Collaborative and uh, sort of their their topics they focused on and what you thought overall of the debate. Well, um, based on the name of their group, the questions, a lot of the questions were kind of predictable, and that's fine. I thought the questions were good questions. They were tough questions. A lot of them were. The language of justice. I, I didn't get that one myself either. I heard that's like, huh? what, what? it's language justice. It's been around 11 years. Yeah. Dowd uh, can probably look it up and give you some quick information. Yeah. He, he doesn't, it, despite mm-hmm. as much as Dowd reads, he doesn't know what language justice is. I'm too busy looking up tree equity right now, Eddie. That's the tree equity. Oh, yeah. Tree <laughs> equity. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. That was on, uh, by the way, Dowd was a featured guest on, uh, New Mexico Rising. I was, uh, I was. So, oh, very nice. Yeah. So that was very cool. Okay. Continue back. So Keller, of course, was predictable. He's a polished politician. And whenever he gives an answer to something, it's not necessarily how he feels about the subject or what he's actually going to do. Mm -hmm. It's simply he's trying to figure out the best way to craft the answer that he thinks people want to hear. So I think uh, I would suggest that uh, maybe he was a little bit more clued in with the line of questions before he came in because the answers were uh, far too polished, and uh, I think it, it was almost as if the orchestra had uh, previously conducted uh, with that conductor before. You know yeah. what I'm saying? I think yeah. that's kind of more exactly the, the better way that I think that that went. Uh, right. It just it, it it was just too obvious to me. Yeah. But you will never hear me complain about that because yeah. I think my live reactions are more entertaining and insightful than anything that he could have had pre-planned to waste people's time in an auditorium like that. Uh, to say I was disappointed that the Star Spangled Banner did not play uh yet the other uh, uh banner did play uh i i made a joke to tim keller because we we're out in the hallway i said should i take a knee when i heard it come on i literally said should i take a knee do you want me to go ahead and flip this let's flip the script while we're at <laughs> yeah, it you know? right. i mean it's just an incredible uh sort of where we have but, uh. <laughs> and of course uh it seems as though i think keller is really really worried about you because he feels that he has the need to get manny out because um, he's really, really on the attack with Manny. I think uh, what the problem is, is uh, him and his campaign manager, Neri Olguin, who, uh, by the way, is 
quite crafty, very solid. Uh, she should make you, you know, she's the type of person I can tell you immediately. You should just be shivering to your core uh, when you meet her if you were her opponent. So I have not got hit by the Nereal Gein. So I'm waiting for that. Uh, that other. So can you imagine? Here's what's really cool. In this particular race, you guys will love this, right? Not only am I facing the best Democrat strategist in Nereal Gein, Dowd, but I'm also facing supposedly the best Republican strategist. That's correct. That is correct. Jane McCluskey. And yes, <laughs> Eddie, Eddie you've, you've, you've reached my, my goal that I attained in the late 1990s when Republican U.S. Senator Harry Reid and Democratic U.S. Senator, uh, I'm sorry, Republican John Ensign and Democrat Harry Reid both tried to get me fired in the same year. Yeah, you've attained, you attained my level of, of ticking them both off. <laughs> it's good stuff. Badge of honor. Yeah, it absolutely is. All right, let's have a little bit of fun back on this day. What happened with Nirvana and uh, Smells Like Team, uh, Teen Spirit there, uh, D. Dowd Muska? Well, this was the day the, the video premiered, 1991. Oh. Are we talking 30 years, Eddie? Oh, we my We are talking goodness. 30 years and the great Kurt Cobain. He did pass through here uh, in, the, I believe, the last year of his life. He was, uh, I believe, right downtown. Uh, at one of the, I think the Kiva Auditorium is where... Nirvana played uh, back in the day. So let's go out to that. We'll bring it back. We'll kick off uh, hour number two just for you right here in the Kiva on AM 1600 KIVA, ABQ.FM, and rockoftalk.com. Happy 30th birthday. Thanks for listening.
Want the honesty, affordability, and reliability of a household plumber without the crack? Call Rogers Plumbing and Heating, family-owned and operated since 1973, for all your plumbing needs. Reaching Albuquerque, Baylor, Moriarty, Santa Fe, New Laguna, Pueblo, and anywhere in between. Rogers Plumbing and Heating is not only fast, reliable service, being family-owned and operated since 1973 means they always put their customers first and hold each of their employees to the highest moral, professional, and ethical standards. So when you need a fix without the crack, call Rogers Plumbing and Heating at 243-9703. This is Eddie Aragon, the Rock of Talk. Glad to be here with you to help your business. And right now, businesses are in desperate need of cash flow. Many businesses aren't going to make it through this crisis without a solution. Michael Trujillo has that solution. Host of Your Money Matters, 11.30 a.m. on Saturday. Michael, how can you help these businesses get cash flow today? Well, Eddie, all they have to do is pick up the phone, give us a call, and we can help them with that cash flow because we have many different federal programs that businesses can qualify for. But more importantly, we also have over 100 lenders on hand ready to go ahead and provide these loans to businesses so that they can continue when we are open again for business. Let's help your small business today, folks. If you own a car dealership, commercial real estate, you have a restaurant, how about a funeral home, software development firms, engineering firm, plumbing and heating, you name it, Michael can help you. 856-1171, or you can email him directly, michael at michaeltrujillo.com. That's michael at michaeltrujillo.com. Hi, this is Mark Minicucci with the Minicucci Insurance Agency. We are privately held and locally owned. We market property and casualty insurance products and risk management services primarily to a variety of companies located within New Mexico and the surrounding states. We are able to meet the needs of a large international company as well as small local businesses. We focus on construction, onshore energy, defense contractors, healthcare, professional liability, and a variety of other industries. Call us today at 883-3683, 883 3683. Hi, I'm Ben Lucero, president and owner of Indigo Mortgage and proud to be a locally owned and operated mortgage company right here in New Mexico. Being local carries many positives for consumers, such as being able to meet face-to-face, you will receive quick response times, and all loans are processed here locally. And you will always talk with the same people from application to funding. All of our employees live here, and all profits from loan origination stay right here in New Mexico. Indigo Mortgage believes in supporting our local economy, and if at all possible, we use local vendors for supplies and technical support. I personally hire and vet all loan officers, and I assure you that your loans will be dealt with both ethically and with knowledge. Indigo Mortgage can offer the best rates and terms available on the market, so contact us today on the net at indigomortgage.net or by calling 836-5700. That's 836-5700. Indigo Mortgage, because nobody cares more about your mortgage loan. NMLS, 188-348. Make Sugar Hollow Assisted Living a home away from home experience for your loved one. In the historic Albuquerque Country Club neighborhood, Sugar Hollow is beautiful and peaceful with one of Albuquerque's lowest resident-to-caregiver ratios. Home-cooked meals, activities, medication assistance, boutique-style care with a focus on dignity and quality of life. Visit Sugar Hollow by calling 270-0801. Dignity and trusted care. Sugar Hollow, 270-0801. Salon Deluxe and Tan Rio West have partnered together to offer hair, nail, and skin care with our signature Solitone, Lumi Facial, and Lumi Lift, and Brazilian Blow-Up. And this is Deb Slight from Tan Rio West Life. We specialize in permanent makeup, tattoo removal, Botox, Juvederm, spray tan, and eyelash extensions. You can reach us at 896-0586 at the salon or call Deb at Tanrio, 994-2390. 
We're located at the Country Club Plaza in Rio Rancho, New Mexico. 2020 has impacted so many things, one of which is how we live in our home, how we work from home, do school from home, even how we have meals, social connecting, and enjoying entertainment in our home. This is Tracy Venturi of Venturi Realty Group of Keller Williams Realty. Every year, 10% of homeowners sell their home. For 2021, it's estimated that the number will be even higher. For many, the plan to move in the past year was derailed or postponed, and many more have recognized the need for a different home for how they live now. You may not be ready to sell your home yet, but at some point, you're curious about how much your home is worth. Don't trust an automated online estimate to know the value of what is most likely your most important asset, especially in today's fast-moving market. Call us, the number one Keller Williams real estate group in New Mexico, your neighborhood expert. And when you do decide to sell, don't leave money on the table. You can choose the number one real estate team that will get you premium marketing and maximum value. Call today, 448-8888, or visit us online at welcomehomeabq.com. of Wayne. There it is uh, for you. We got the uh, Dad, what's the history on uh, on Stacy's mom by uh, Fountains of Wayne? Didn't one of the uh, Fountains of Wayne guy uh, die recently? Or I believe so, yeah. yeah, yeah fairly uh, young age, 40s or 50s, yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, just my own personal story is I spent 11 years in Montclair, New Jersey, the oh, town right, okay. right next to where Fountains of Wayne is. I think Fountains of Wayne is in Bloomfield or Clifton. Is that a one place of like Fountains oh, of Wayne? Yeah, it was, Wayne, in Sopr- it, it, it was in the Sopranos. Tony goes to buy some gardening equipment there. Uh, yeah, it's right there on Route 17 or, or whatever it is. That's how they named their band after this particular location. But uh, yes, wow. that was uh, the video with Rachel Hunter, who uh, looking oh. very good for her age mm. in that video, I would say, definitely. Uh, so that was uh, Rod Stewart's uh, ex-wife, right? Indeed, what a many. Yes. How many times did Rod Stewart get married, by the way? He's still kicking soccer balls off the stage and still still talking about two nights tonight. I mean, with uh, modern technology implemented these days, uh, uh, a.k.a. if you're getting a heart uh, valve burst or know people who are, tell them to stop popping the blue pills, folks. Uh, That's what's killing them. Just uh, just a little FYI there uh, for this. Uh, Yeah, Uh, Rod has been married. Rod Rod was doing live uh, Vegas shows back in the day. You just couldn't keep it. You just couldn't keep that guy down. 
Well, uh, we do have a an, an actual grid for his relationship status over the years <laughs> on online. Okay, um, let's do it's that. very interesting. Uh, right. He did not marry till later in life. Oh, well, you got uh, late, late starts, but uh, strong finishes. As, uh, uh, his like. first three, four girlfriends. Uh, oh, Britt Eklund. Oh my God. Oh, Who? Wow. Uh, she's a very beautiful girl okay. uh, from Put the seventies. Uh, Alana was the first wife, seventy-nine Alana. to eighty-four. All right. Uh, Rachel Five was. Years. Rachel went the longest. Holy cow, 16 years for Rachel Hunter. When he gives you a debut in, uh, you know, one of his buddies' bands, The Fountains of Wayne, it's just showed <laughs> real commitment, 16 years. Uh, and then her, number three is... 3.2 times as much as Alana. That's true. <laughs> That's, and number three is still still legit from since all the way back to 2007. Okay. Wow. Good go. for him. All right. Settling down. <laughs> nice to see that. Settled. I thought it was a lot more than that for some reason. Maybe uh Stay away from my window. I think I we're up to know. seven children Stay now. Seven children. From my back though. Oh, I don't know. Wow. Like how does he able to sing in that way and uh, hit have so many hits? Right? Disconnect the telephone line. It's like a like there's a rasp in it. It's like uh, Stevie Nicks jumped into his vocal cords a little bit, and he didn't quite know how to adjust. Right? Is I that, really not should fair? be back in school. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, we can we'll ham it up on something else. Some of the, by the way, uh, my uh, competitor competitors are welcome to jump on for equal time. They can call directly in. I don't know. Boy, <clears throat> it was a little sleepy time theater with those two going back and forth. I was really not interested in uh, the, the back and forth of all that. If you text me indirectly and uh, in space directly, I will send you uh, text messages where you can get contact for shirts, swags, hats, signs, whatever you need. You can pick them up at RPM 5150 San Francisco Street. A little uh, think of Rice Aroni and you'll never forget it. And, uh, Rice-a-roni and Republican Party. Somehow that just goes together. Now you won't miss the address. 5150 in the Journal Center. See a little of these things that you can handle. You can just grab these little handles and make yourself go. All right. So, uh, Scott. Oh, my gosh. Scott, I can't read your text, bro. Stacy's mom. Yeah, I can't. Man, I can't even. The only reason I don't want to be mayor now, the only reason is so I can continue to get Scott's humor all day long. <laughs> if I read this, you would not stop laughing. He is the funniest guy on deadpan text messages. <clears throat> Eddie, well, uh, <clears throat> this is from Nancy. Uh, well, I've listened to the debate, Eddie, and I listened to the forum, and clearly you were the outstanding candidate, Keller, again, as a politician. Manny does not have what it takes, and he either, as you stated today, and I was glad to hear that because that was my thought last night, he either was given the questions early or he's being prompted through an on-air mic. Now, it was interesting. Uh, not at any time during the night, and I didn't see Manny before until he was up on stage, but not, not, he, this was the first uh, debate where he didn't ask for the clarification of the questions. Yes. You know, so that, that was nice. He seems so, to have a, a real problem with multi-part questions. He really struggles with those. <laughs> I would have thought if, you know, like Rush Limbaugh, if anybody would have been hard of hearing, it would have been me, but uh, mm -hmm. not. What was the deal night before last where they asked him a question and he was complaining about it being a four-part question? <laughs> yes, yes. Like, I wasn't expecting wait, wait, that four-part question. To be, fair, <laughs> to be fair, those were loaded questions. It was tremendous preamble. In those, I mean, it was like, uh, let me control your thoughts and then spit it back out to me so we can all clap approvingly about how woke you are. I, essentially, that's 
that's what the question was. Is that about, is that about right, Dad? Yeah, I, I do think so. But yeah. Manny, Manny, uh, there are times in which I think Manny may have taken a little few two lumps on the head during training in the mil, you know, in the Marines or or in law enforcement. Yeah. I, I, uh, nice I'm sure he's a nice though. man. I'm sure he's a good he father and nice. a grandfather. I love, I love him. I mean, I want to, you know. You just want to rub him on the head, you know. I want to hold him, <laughs> hold him tight. I love my mini. Put him in your front pocket and carry him around. Stop, stop, <laughs> stop. We're in a competitive race here. Let's keep it above board. They can say a lot of things like music. Boy, Eddie's that big guy with a loud voice. He's very rude. Like you can say a lot of bad things. It's all good fun though. We're friends. We're actually, yeah. believe it or not, you know we're actually doing. I should say we're super friends, right? Because. You know, those guys are never actually friends. They're just superheroes who are trying to get together to do something, right? And I, I, maybe you can think of us that way. Maybe some someone should make figurines, but we don't have uh, Made in China around here. What I will say is the three of us are going to be competing uh, in the night, uh, night excuse me, of October the 28th, which is a Friday. Uh, Coach Turcott, Jeff Turcott, who's a marketing director for uh, St. Pius the 10th High School has put together a punt, pass, and kick contest. <laughs> we are going to fill the stadium. The goal will be to fill it bigger and larger. It's the Albuquerque Academy, the Chargers against the Raiders. No, the Sergeants. So, so we're going to be out there uh, on the night of the 28th. So uh, come and bring your pom poms. Um, and you can, Stacy's mom's probably about. 25 years older now, so you can probably see her out there. She's probably had a couple of kids that are probably at uh, St. Pius the 10th now. And I think we're going to have that pump, pass, and kick uh, going out there. We were yucking it up and talking about that on, on stage. So that's going to be a lot of fun. So I'm looking forward to, you know, uh, having a good time out there on the field of the, the mighty, mighty sergeants. So that's going to be fun. Uh, let's see. Lonnie <clears throat> text in. Regarding talking points, Manny reminds me of Marco Rubio with smaller ears and shorter. Very funny. Everyone's a comedian today. People must be feeling good. Huh? Uh, Eddie, does the punt pass and kick with Keller's head? No. Please stop. <laughs> Please stop. Stop it. Stop. We don't encourage that kind of stop. talk on this network. <sighs> White silence is violence. Thank you. But I want to hear your, your thoughts. Ooh, I have exactly 666 unread text messages. I should probably not say anything. Hey, Eddie, I thought that the best line of the forum you dominated was when you referred to current city manager, uh, a.k.a. mayor, as Tim Trump. People love that. People love all his real estate deals, the gateway, the stadium. I mean, the guy's just, you know. He likes to build tiny homes that no one uses. Oh, hey, Eddie, your memorable moment is when you came to Manny's rescue. They were hurting my my sheriff over on stage. I had to, you know, like, cut it out over there. Stop the fraud. Talk. Let's. We're over. We're done. We're going to have a race. We're gonna at least talk. We're gonna at least talk about the problems of the city for the last five weeks, at least. <laughs> the drama, the courtroom drama. You know, it's just like too much for me to handle. Tim's, uh, bum Rocky. I don't know what that means. I probably said something really bad to somebody. And I'm just reading text. I don't know what it means. And intent is and everything on the ultimate FCC. Uh, Governor DeSantis just posted this, Eddie. Attention, Biden voters. Please put your sign back up in your yard so the illegals know where to stop for food and shelter. <laughs> That's very funny. I found Helpful. some interesting info on the longest zip lines. 
Uh, that's me. Oh, yeah, that's okay. And this now it's your turn. Rebecca's finding out how to be useful in the rock hey, talk. And you know, awesome. I was recently upgraded to the Dowd 1000, so I have to. Oh, you are not, you are not the now. Dowd anything. You are the Becca. You're the <laughs> you're the Becca 1000. So yeah, the Dowd is Dowd, and let's not start. Let's let's cut out the codependency early. That way we can have healthy relationships. All right, go ahead, Becca. <laughs> okay, so. I was looking, I found a website that was talking about the, uh, the world, the 10 longest zip lines in the world. And the longest one, number one, is in the. Oh, wait, we're talking about zip lines. Thank zip you. Lines. Yeah, right. Zip lines, yes. Was in uh, United Arab Emirates. Yep. Of course. They yeah. Have, yeah. They have the tallest buildings, the longest zip lines. Yeah. And the shortest tempers, all in one place. There you go. <laughs> and all so, the money. So it's an interesting thing. You were talking about the the speed in which you would be going if they had a zip line going down Sandia Peak. Okay, the zip line in United Arab. Does that in some way qualify? I got to stop because I am running for it. You can go to fight for 505. Uh, Does that in any way, shape, or form qualify as a racist statement, Dowd? Please make the judgment now. Uh, I thought it was just a uh, a funny observation, but uh, okay. we have to stay above the fray. Remember, we are in the political process, so let's uh, let's be honest here. Does that in any way qualify as a <clears throat> quote unquote racist statement? I think the determining question for racist statements are: was it said by a white person? Okay, so okay. I don't register there. Um, okay. Four point six percent black. If it's said and, by a white person, and, and, and it's automatically racist. So I can get away with this. Is that good? Did well, it, so if I, you say get, it, if you would have said that, did, would that be racist? Well, big time. Yeah. yeah. Really? No, but no, we're referring to a country, and there's lots of different persuasions within a country. Doug. You're thinking too logically in our woke world, All right. Mr. Mr. Want to be right. Uh, All right. All right. Go ahead. Continue. Number two. Eddie, if you say it, it's only partially racist. Because it's only four point six percent, or. That would actually be 95.4%. Racist. Correct. Okay, yes. there we go. Yeah. So, so not, not full racist. Right, not okay. full on racist, no. Uh, so the one in United Arab Emirates, they say it has a length of 28 soccer fields. I'm not really sure what, what? the length on a soccer field is, but that, that sounds like a so long way. Long. Yeah. Tim Keller knows the answer to that. And it says you reach a top speed of 144 kilometers per hour. I don't know. I don't do. I'm. I don't do metrics. That this is, is America, Jack. What is that? That's that's uh, about 100 90, miles per hour. I was gonna say uh, 96, 97. Yeah, that's about 100 miles per hour. That's that's moving. And and there's several other. You know what's really interesting? You could always guess at numbers, and if you say you're within, you know, sort of you know, a few points on something, have you noticed that you're immediately smart? <laughs> Have you noticed that, Dad? Like you always like you're kind of like estimating. Yeah. Even Fake it till you make it. Yeah, right. it's like, I'm kind of smart. Call it. You're in the Kiva. Go ahead. Hey, Eddie. Good job on the uh, debate. I was good, only thinking of you thought. the entire time. I was thinking of you in your consignment store the entire time. I was on. Right, right on. I appreciate That's that. It. I was like, when can I? When can I knock down that hotel so I can make it safe? Let's make Albuquerque great again. Let's make Albuquerque safe again, so we can have. Consignment across the street from Motel 676. Let's do that. Let's just get rid of the 76. I don't need to hear it or see it anymore. That'd be great. The great year is the bicentennial. Let's not forget that. Well, yeah, that's true. You know, I I looked at that debate, listened to the questions, and I thought um, your comments before before you replayed it um, about – about how the questions they asked you and the final questions, the softballs, what I thought, and, and more of a difficult kind of, you know, 
accusational question for you at the end. It seems it seemed very biased to me and very uh, I don't know, kind of underhanded in my mind the way they asked the questions. And I last night and I or did, the night before. The night before the your the, the most recent debate, whatever it was, I think. That was last night. That was one. yeah, yeah. We're, okay. All right, yeah, we're talking about okay, the yeah, KKOB the debate with uh, Bob Clark. No, no, I'm talking about the forum, the one with the. Oh, I I only heard war, I heard warum, and I, that's exactly what I did. So you're talking about the New Mexico <laughs> Black Voters uh, Collaborative, okay? Yes, sir. yes, yes, sir. Anyway, so you know, to me, when you're when you're going through these questions and you're and you got Keller keeps piping up and sound like he's doing a dental commercial every time, just all happy days and smiles. It's like, dude. What what have you done for the city? What have you actually accomplished? I'll tell you what he's done. He's increased homeless by 3,000 people. Uh, he's managed to yeah. increase taxes. He's increased crime. He's increased homicides. He's what? I mean, the guy has really hit the gas. He's like uh, for full woke here. He's uh, completely, you know. <clears throat> I mean, there That's isn't exactly a, there right. isn't a single thing uh, on any of those categories that he has not increased. So I'll I'll, I'll sort of well, leave it at that. Well, the thing he's got is attitude. I mean, the the guy he he sits up there and acts like he's done wonders for the state. Yeah, with that, that is his greatest spin. His pivot. Oh my he God, is. he pivots better than Bill Russell in the lane back in '68. I mean, I'm telling you, the guy can pivot on anything. Yeah. Well, and he's and he's playing. He's playing his uh, his base. It's like, oh, we're doing great things and we're wonderful people and things are going to keep going the right way. Well, they're not going right. Period. And that's yeah. to hear him. Get these questions. You know, you have done nothing for the city, brother. Nothing. You're I'm going to tell him backwards. just the way Chris said it, exactly what I'm going to tell him. I'm going to point on and look at the other side of the stage. Gonna, You've done nothing for the city, brother. Right there. Right there. He's going <laughs> to put his fist up. We'll leave him there. Chris, great job. I appreciate yeah. the phone call. Thanks for listening. Thanks hey, for your, everything you're doing. Plug your business very quickly. Consignment where? Furniture on consignment on Ken Leary, just East University. Go see Chris. He's uh, practically a fixture here on the show now. We love having him. Follow you in the Kiva. Go ahead. Good afternoon, everyone. Dictionary Dave. Dead Air Dave. How's it going? Uh, whatever you want to call me. Um, late uh, for dinner. Call you late for dinner. There we go. We'll keep you right there because we know <laughs> that you'll hold. Follow you in the Kiva. Go ahead. <laughs> It's Murder Mike, ready with a, oh, a, a, a upgraded trap. Wow, murder where do we report. go? Everyone's trying to get in on the show. We got Murder Mike, we got Dead Air Dave. All right, well, we know both of those guys will hold. Caller, you're in the Kiva. Go ahead. Hey, Eddie. Hi. Hey. Yes, yes. Go ahead. Okay. This is Vanessa. Hey, what's shaking, Vanessa? How's it going out hey, there? Hey, Eddie, Dowd, and Rebecca. Sorry, I didn't know when I would know I was on. <laughs> you are on. That's yeah. how you know you're on. You're a first-time caller, and... She is a an enthusiast enthusiast for fight for the five oh five. Oh yeah, we're killing it right now. I love the momentum, and I'm so excited. Um, so I was just calling with a, a question because okay. I was curious. Yes. You remember the guy Zachariah Jazz that put out a YouTube video in a really pathetic YouTube video. He took this to guy our... literally. He stole something from me. He stole my black <laughs> card. I'm gonna get it back. Yeah, yeah, that guy. So that day of the forum, I learned of his video and I went to, you know, I was curious what he had to say. I listened to it. It was like, oh, my gosh, 12 minutes or whatever of my life. I'll never get back. I can't believe I listened yeah. to that video. Right. I but thoroughly enjoyed it because I got to learn about his background and I realized uh, about his Choctaw and India, uh, Indian background. And <laughs> we gave him a few more views and probably uh, removed a few subscribers. I mean, it was crazy. Go ahead. 
Well, yeah. And um, I mean, I found it entertaining. I was tempted to, you know, comment, but I, I didn't. I left it very simple and I said something like, get your gone for mayor. Right? There you go. Perfect. And um, so that was the day of the forum that was hosted by the New Mexico Black Voters Collaborative, which I watched through the Facebook live feed and uh, very interestingly noticed that my ability to comment in that forum was quickly removed, like within the first, I don't know, maybe five, 10 minutes or whatever. So I was curious, do we know by any chance if Zechariah Jazz has any connection to that forum or group or anything like that? No, no idea. Okay. Just curious. But but he has my black card and I uh, would like to join the uh, NMBVM uh, or BBC. Uh, I, I think I should be a card-carrying <laughs> member of that at least. You know, kind of get well, started. Well, this is my comment from his uh, YouTube video. Which Don't take it personally. Cool. Don't take it oh, personally. No, no, no. Lots of bias <laughs> around here. Just let him know you're friendly, and we want to change the city around. I'll bet you he'll be willing to jump on board no matter what the color of anybody <laughs> is, because he's not a racist, which is what his, the whole point of his entire video. Uh, likely was trying to be so yeah well i was the one who snapped the photo you know uh, of the comment made by the albuquerque black economic security and solidarity fund oh what did they what did they have to say they were the ones that said they're going to make sure you do that you don't win so that sounds like a vote of confidence uh I'll tell you what, uh, that's knocking on wood uh, all day long so uh that sounds like my chances are pretty good if they're going to really try to make sure uh, we'll see how their karma works out in the midst of this race. So I'm not yeah, worried about it. Not at all. I just found the uh, forum ploy to be quite entertaining and, uh, you know, loved how they cut me off from commenting. So I just sat there and watched all the comments coming in, snapped that photo, and then, of course, liked all the supporters where I could and laughed at all the ones who were, you know, just nonsense. So. You can't you can't get away from ridicule, Vanessa. That's the way that goes. You uh you win every single time uh, they are ridiculed, and uh, you never let them, uh, you know, shake you off center, and that's the way it is. Thanks for fighting for the 505. Fight for 505.com. Great call, Vanessa. Thanks for uh, checking in uh, this afternoon. Keep it going. All right. Uh, let's see. We got Murder Mike. Uh, we got another murder last night. Huh, Murder? Murder Mike? Yes, we did. The scanners are back on. and uh, That is good. Tell us the story on that. When did they get turned on? When the switch come back on so we can track what's happening here in the city? What's going about on? About night before last. I think it was a Friday night. Uh-huh. Friday night, Saturday morning, they came back on. We just okay. happened to notice that the, we were getting traffic again. It was on some different channels than they were usually on. So, okay. uh, But they're still up and uh, running. And uh, thanks to the unit in portal that we're hearing everything that's going on, even if they're blocking some of them. So that's a, a, a real no, that's a brand. Like slow down. That's a brand of um, what do you call that thing? The scanner. Uh, so the scanner. It's a brand yeah, of scanner, correct? It is a brand of scanner. It's one. It's the top brand in uh, police scanners that are in the uh, PR twenty five dash two category, which okay. is where APD has moved to. Very cool. Breaker one nine, breaker one nine, you know, eastbound and down. There we go. All right, so what's happened? Uh, Very quickly, uh, we got to run through this because we've got Dead Air Dave who's waiting there, and we don't want him to go anywhere. He he will not wait very long. He's very impatient, has nothing else to do. So please uh, let us know about our latest latest murder. Let, Let me hear about it.
the latest murder. Police were called out to the 10,400 block of Prospect uh, Avenue Northeast, that's near Eubank and Snow Heights, after reports of a man being shot and killed. Uh, police took one man into custody for possible involvement in the situation, and no victim or suspect information has been released. So that's, I mean, they're really keeping tight to that. Statistic-wise, we had two mental patient calls last night, three assaults, 11 shots fired calls, uh, three nine echoes, those are unconscious, not breathing. It's unknown whether they were converted or not. Uh, domestic disturbance, four drug overdoses, two, six drunks, and one commercial burglary. We did have a shooting involving a stolen vehicle. The suspect is in the ICU at UNMH. Now, Tuesday night, uh, we had an armed robbery at the Walmart at Eubank and I-40. The suspects were quickly tracked by Air One, that's the police helicopter, to the Juan de Beau area near the Roller King and the Travel Lodge, where they were later apprehended. Statistic-wise, domestic disturbance, five. Drug overdoses, two. One nine echo, unconscious, not breathing. Six assaults, four shots fired, and two down and outs. Now, Friday uh, night, a woman was doused, or Friday afternoon at 9.15 in the morning, a woman was doused with gasoline and set on fire by a roommate at their house on the west side of Albuquerque. And uh, the 42-year-old woman was flown to a burn center in Texas. The roommate, oh. Lawrence Cedillo, 39, was booked into MDC and charged with aggravated battery, resulting in great bodily harm. I can't believe that. That's uh, unconscionable. I just do. That should be charged at a much higher. Why is it only aggravated battery? That should be attempted murder. I mean, I would think if, so. if you're putting a match to somebody, sure, you I wouldn't expect them to burn, and that, that could be aggravated battery, um, you, you know, torch, whatever. But pouring gasoline on somebody, mm-hmm. that is attempted murder. Hello? Now, In the first degree. Yeah. Now, they may change the charges. That may, that may have okay. been just the initial charges that, that she was booked in or okay. the roommate was booked in. So the charges could change as they uh, – go through the penal system. Uh, Saturday at 9 p.m., uh, there was a man that was shot and killed near Nine Mile Hill. I heard this one on the scanner. This is one of the first calls I heard. Uh, a man was shot and killed near, near Nine Mile Hill, just west of Albuquerque by the Route 66 Casino. Yeah. Uh, the initial call came in as there was a man out somewhere in the Mesa suffering from the uh, gunshot wounds. And it was reported that the woman had was abducted by her brother, and uh, they were both taken to the location where her brother was shot three times in the chest and died. Uh, she was able to uh, get away and flag down help. No other information has been released. And uh, on Sunday morning, or Sunday, or Sunday evening, rather, at 10.07 p.m., a vehicle crashed into a building at Central and Sycamore, landing on top of another vehicle, which then caught fire, trapped the patients inside, and but AFR got to the scene quickly, uh, extricated the people, and everything turned out okay. So that's a quick look at the weekend, Eddie. Back to you, sir. All right, good stuff. So uh, we are currently at 96 murders uh, on the year. Yep. Uh, so we'll keep your track for you, Murder Mike, as you get back uh, on track with the... Uh, Scanners, Dead Air Dave is here in the cave. How's it going? Very well, thank you. Uh, that first debate that I heard uh, about five or six times over, I kept hearing, uh, what's his name, uh, Keller, saying, try, 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 try. Okay, I looked it up. It's to intent or endeavor. The funny so thing what, is, so what? Wait, wait, you're, 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 you're sort of mumbled. Uh, it's what? Try. 
Yeah, I got the try part, but you you race through the definition. What is try? Okay, in attempt or endeavor. Right. Okay, Never attempt or endeavor. That's a very large <laughs> word to describe a very small word. That's weird. Okay, go ahead. Well, yeah, never accomplishing anything, which is rather ironic. Uh, the mm. uh, debate that you were uh, airing last night, I uh, listened to it both times over, if not a third. Mm -hmm. You were the only boxer in the ring. And you had three opponents, and they were all dancers. You ended up handing them their tails, Keller, Gonzalez, moderators. They asked you a question. You point blank answered. Mm. You gave them what they wanted. They were not ready for it. We gave them blood. There will be blood. We gave them blood. In a clearing stands a boxer and a fighter by his tail. And he carries a reminder for every glove that laid him down or cut him until he cried out. In his anger and his shame, I am bleeding, I am bleeding, but the fighter still remains. Uh, oh, that's one way we're not going to. Yeah. There we go. See, I knew it. You, everyone knows the, those songs. Oh yeah. <sighs> yeah the lie, la, lie, lie, la, lie, 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 la, lie, lie, la, lie, <laughs> lie, la, lie, 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 la, lie, Tim Keller, lie. <laughs> and what turned them against each other was your answers, your statements, and your plans. And what could they do? They could do nothing but attack their own. They were trying to think on their feet. Wow, they're never <laughs> on their feet. You do know I do. You do know I do the show on my feet. That's why I was kind okay. of upset. I was when I got out my hip. Like I don't know if you guys saw. Like I'm not used to sitting at all. I, I hate sitting down. <laughs> Everybody knows I hate sitting down. It's very true. So, like I like I try to like sit down on that at the edge of the stage, and I knew that I was gonna look like all frumpy and hunched over. <laughs> Because they sat me down, and then last night I was like, "Oh, there we go. I get to live in my body for the next uh, hour and a half." So that was a that, that was cruel to me. It, would, it was absolutely cruel to stick me and uh, sitting down on what were plastic <laughs> chairs at a high school, uh, which it's been a long time. I thought I was judging a talent show with no talent, but uh, there you go. I saw your studio and then noticed there was no there was no chair in the room where you are. Probably there is a standing. stool. There is a stool and. Uh, uh, I just pull it out and I put the uh, the water on it. So that's what it's there you go. much like a uh, stand-up comedian. Have you ever seen stand-up comedians when they go out? Do you, have you ever seen one? George Carlin literally walked out. He had water on his stool and he talked for two hours. Yes. But I noticed uh, you took control of the conversation. And the funny thing is, is that I know that they cannot control the truth. And you spelled it out. They did not know how to respond, except for their programming. Manny went to deflect and blame and dance around the question. And Keller virtue signaled and blamed his fellow Democrat. My favorite, my favorite point was when he broke out in like in an emotional sort of fist pump, and he he stopped. It was like an emotional outburst. Like he almost had Tourette's. Like I was like, "Whoa, Tim, Tim, look at Tim Keller feeling feeling it." And he goes, he comes out, and he says, "That's right. I will speak up. I will absolutely speak up and, and defend our immigrant community." I'm like, "Whoa, I wish you only felt that way about our community as a whole, just <laughs> taxpayers, not, not just the immigrant community." So 
You know, I felt like the virtual signaling, I think, is really sort of dying out. I'm excited to see what kind of jabs. I mean, I've got to get one. It's got to be a personal jab. He told me before the first one, he says, I don't really like to take personal jabs. I'm like, oh, I'm definitely going to get a personal jab before the end of this. We're going we're gonna, to we're gonna hunt me down and kill me on some sort of personal thing. I, I know it's coming. So whatever it is, we'll be ready. That's how politics works. I mean, it's a blood sport, like you've mentioned before. Yeah. They're going. They're going to dance around the truth, and they're going to try to insert the dagger in the back, and they will do everything they can to try to negate your candidacy. Well, that's fine. They already and did it. We got through it, and that's it. And uh, you know, to I went to Manny's uh, defense last night because I just I was tired of getting him watched uh, my poor little Manny get hurt. <laughs> and, um, Anyway, all right, got to run, Dead Air Dave. I really do. I know you want to give us your full-blown analysis from top to finish, and you're about halfway through the Indian notepad that you got there, which, by the way, is also racist. So thanks very much for joining. And uh, call you're in the Kiva. Final one. Then we got to run to it. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Hello? Is this call? Hello. Is this call being recorded? Uh, yeah, hi. Hello. Uh, hello. Are you, am I on the air? Yes, you are on the air. <laughs> Oh why? Okay, thank you. Yeah, I don't thanks. know why either, but that's okay. Just do it. Just do it. <laughs> hey, uh, hey, this is David, also known as Secession Dave. Okay, oh, there to he Rebecca is. and okay. Natalie. Right. Yeah. Okay. The reason I'm calling <laughs> is okay. Three <laughs> three weeks ago, three weeks ago, I was walking by the Bosque Farms Municipal Offices. Okay, and I mm-hmm. noticed this ballot drop box that had been oh, recently no. installed outside. Okay. Yeah, there it is. Uh, and this is really worrying me uh, because this opens the door wide to voter fraud, ballot yep. harvesting, and election fraud. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yep, yep, so okay. what I so what I did is I I called my state senator Gregory Baca, okay, mm-hmm. to find okay. out to find out if he knew about it. Mm-hmm. And I wasn't able to talk to him, but I talked to his uh, chief of staff, who gave me some really interesting information. He gave me. An AP article of September 14th, that's Associated Press article on these drop boxes that are being installed in New Mexico. And it was very interesting. And also he gave me a a link to the House bill that was passed last year, House Bill 407. And it's the election, election bill. Okay. Election, election procedures. And it's like 400 pages. And I was, did you read it? Did you read all of it? I was, no, no. I I was trying to go through it. But anyway, the reason, the reason they gave me this reference is because in this bill, it provides for these ballot drop boxes. So, and that's on page. uh, Oh, no, 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 no. We're not going to do this. Uh, we're not okay. going to do as much as we want to talk about, you know, 400 page bills on here. We know that You're this right. is an issue and this isn't the time nor the place. What I'd recommend is you text me directly the information. Uh, Dowd, uh, he specializes in, in this type of yes. uh, crap because you can do word search and F7 this and do that. And right. we can get down to the nitty gritty on this and we can get back okay. to you. There's no doubt that we're going to be talking about this, uh, 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 by the way. So we will address this, but thankfully those boxes are in Busky Farm and not in the city of Albuquerque, but there are going to be ballot drop boxes in the city of Albuquerque yep. as well. You so haven't we'll, seen them yet? No, sir, I have not have, seen. No, no, sir, I have not seen them, but we will no doubt be addressing voter uh, very extensively. A lot of people's number one question is, how can I trust it? I'm going to tell you. It's like love, right? 
no matter how many times it fails, you have to keep doing it. It's the same thing with voting. What are two things that you have to keep voting no matter how many times that you keep doing, no matter how many times it fails, you keep voting, you keep loving, you have to power through. I'm not here to suppress the vote and I won't let you do it by coming in and saying that we can't trust it. We're going to trust it insofar as we can. Like we say in God, we trust on our dollar bills. Uh, we're going to also believe in our votes as well until we prove that those Dominion machines and we are going to work tirelessly and everybody needs to show up come election day. So Dave, I appreciate uh, your phone right. call, but I'm not going to engage uh, in sort of like a, a downtrodden wet blanket kind of conversation about we can't trust it. Uh, my point okay. at this entire time, and uh, you're a nice enough guy to, to and, indulge me in my uh, criticism of what you're you're doing is I'm not going to tell people that uh, the don't believe in the polls. I'm hoping for a record turnout in this mayoral election. If we can get above 45, 50%, I'm telling you, I will guarantee you victory because the only people who are going to show, can you imagine a race, honestly, that I wasn't in this time? I mean, right now, here's the problem is, is uh, for these guys and Dave, thanks for the phone call and Dowd and, and Rebecca, all this time, if this, race didn't have and i'm not making a commentary it's just that like it was so dull and boring and these guys were arguing in the courtroom with all the drama it was so dull and boring there was like zero chance zero chance you'd be able to drum up more than 20 25 percent for two people who've already been elected uh countywide and and citywide and people just wouldn't be interested it's like new boss same as the old boss and new party same as the old party you even though they're from the same exact party would you both agree with that well eddie I, you know one of the things that i marveled at i much as you've said recently, you can't see six months ahead and, and we're all at the limits of our perception. This is such an interesting mayoral race with three candidates on the ballot representing three very different, distinct strains. Um, this is going to be a November election, which we, we haven't had in New Mexico, in, in the biggest city in New Mexico. Um, it's going to be a very high profile election with a real choice on the ballot, which very rarely happens, often doesn't happen in New Mexico. I've been looking at the numbers in terms of the four years ago. I mean, a grand total of 96,000 people voted. Uh, awful. I mean, we have 564,000 residents of Albuquerque. So you take maybe 25% out for young kids, college kids, little the little ones. I mean, we could conceivably have many, many more hundreds of thousands of people voting in this election if you can get people out to vote. And my question is, who are all those hundreds of thousands of people sitting on the sidelines? And, right. and, and as I, one of my favorite quotes about voting comes from the Richard Linklater movie uh, uh, Slacker, <laughs> yeah. withdrawal in disgust is not the same as apathy. Uh, are these people withdrawing in disgust? And w is there a candidate out there who can bring them, off the, bring them in off the sidelines right. and get them in actively engaged? Yeah. But, I mean, right. the idea that there's up to 200, maybe 300,000 people who just sit on the sidelines, if, if a yeah. big number of them come into the election, boy, we may have a very different outcome than we're used to. Yeah, the cost per vote will be lower in this election than any time in the history of the city of Albuquerque, maybe ever, maybe going back 20, 30 years. Because you're going to get so many people who are being involved and they won't know anything about it. Yet everyone's going to be paying attention to it. And I believe and I'm hoping that if we can get somewhere in the 40 to 50 percent range, which is huge. And if you could go back and look real quick, we'll go to the Dow 3000 instead of the Becca 1000 on this one. The Dow 3000, if you can pull up the, the, the percentage turnout rate in the last uh, five mayoral election and run an average, if okay. we're able to get one and a half times that, I'm telling you, we'll win. We yep. can win that election. 
because the only people will be inspired to get off their asses, much like it was back in 2016 with Donald Trump. We had people coming out of their basements. A vote. You know, I like that guy. You know, people who haven't been out in, in society for years are like they finally have a reason to kind of, you know, come from the crypt and say, okay, I'm going to show up and make something happen. And, and one of the most frustrating things as a policy analyst that just sends me over the edge is – Municipal elections, I don't care if it's Albuquerque or anywhere else in the country, they tend to have the worst turnout. So the government that you're likeliest to interact with the most on a daily business, uh, on a daily basis, if you're, you know, if you call 911, nobody from the federal government's coming. Uh, a, a cop, a local cop is coming, or, or at most, maybe sheriff uh, deputy. Well, no, you're on your own until they respond. Well, in Albuquerque, that's true. Yeah, yeah, most that places, if you're calling. A PCSO <laughs> or ABD. AB, uh, if that's you call 911, ain't nobody coming to help you. <laughs> that's true. Right, potholes, or if no. your house is on fire, you know, or if you want to get, uh, you want to build a shed by God forbid you want to build a shed in your backyard and you have to go to God planning forbid, and zoning. Please, um, you're going to interact with local government. It, but no. that's the level of government that people vote on the least because for some reason they're all obsessed with the president and all that sort of thing. So um, if, if a couple hundred thousand people come off the sidelines, this election could be uh, – that's why I can't see where it goes because I see a guy like Eddie Aragon who I think – a candidate – who definitely is inspiring people? I think who who haven't who have been sitting on the sidelines. Um, that's you know that's Eddie's constituency. Obviously, Keller is the insider's choice. The people who have their hands out, uh, the people who benefit from corporate welfare, the people on the city payroll. We know where yeah. they're going to go. Uh, but yeah. to the extent that Eddie or any of oh, we just lost out. Their candidate. Hmm. I don't really there think there's very many non-Eddie inspirational candidates. Potential tens, if not hundreds of thousands of new voters formerly apathetic go. It's going to be interesting to see. Yeah, I think it is. And we'll be paying attention all the way through the very end here on the end of the summer. And it was a cruel one. Uh, We have yet to sort of talk about that summer. Uh, Just ended back on September 23rd. We're into fall and we love it. Magic is in the air from balloons to burritos to Oktoberfest beer. It's all here. Right for you. Thanks, everybody, for tuning in. Back after the top of the hour, uh, more uh, great talk when we return. Third hour, up next.
This is the Rock of Talk on AM 1600 KIVA Albuquerque. No matter where your journey starts, it will end at Ann Matthews Bridal, where you will get to say yes to the dress. The Ann Matthews selection from nine top designers, including the Disney collection to 18 different lines, brings the shopping experience of New York and Dallas right here to Albuquerque. Call 890 890- 3736 for your own personal shopping experience. And Matthew's Bridal, 890-3736. Located across the street from Coronado Center at 6121 Manal Boulevard. Sun's up, and we're in the kitchen at Sunnyside Up. Two sides of turkey, sausage, side of over medium eggs, and whole wheat toast. If Sunnyside Up did that in six seconds, imagine what Sunnyside Up will do for you and your friends. Sunnyside Up, Manala, Louisiana, next to the Sheraton. Auto thieves make stealing your vehicle a priority. We make preventing your vehicle from being stolen ours. RevelcoNM.com. 505-550-4994. 505-550-4994. Looking for a full-service landscaping company that can design, build, and maintain your landscape? True West Landscape is the company for you. Whether you are a property manager or homeowner looking for that quality weekly service, True West is here to help. Contact the True West team of professionals today so we can show you our quality service options at 505-395-7770, 505-395-7770, or visit online at truewestgroup.com. This is why people from all over go to JJ's Premier Tire and Services. This is Josefo from Santa Fe. I just blew a tire in my trailer. I was on my way to Albuquerque and I stopped at JJ's. So glad I did. The manager came over right away, quoted me an amazing price, and they had it in stock. No waiting. Within minutes, I had a new tire. Ready to go. I have a fleet of trucks and I've never received this kind of service from anybody. I'll be back. JJ's is your complete automotive repair center. From oil changes, brakes, alignment, air conditioning, to repairs on your engine to keep you safe on the road, JJ can do it. Hi, I'm JJ, and we built our reputation on honest, fair-priced auto repair. And we can service any car, light truck, or SUV. When we service your vehicle, we'll do it right. Trust JJ's Premier Tire and Services on San Antonio, just west of Wyoming. Call 821-5771. That's 821-5771. Hey, Grandpa and Stella. We need to get back to work. We are working, Ava. Yeah, all this cleaning and sanitizing is hard work if you do it right like we do. Exactly, Stella. Especially while serving all the yummy Monroe's food with a smile. Behind the mask. And in a safe, sanitized place. Hey, Hey, Ava, Ava, we we want to race. I'll give you two a raise. Go and raise the flag and get back to work. We're going to Monroe's in Heights and downtown. Directions at chili.theplaceilike.com. Ready for some adventure? Then explore our new array of Lear's superior camper shells and tonneau covers at Smith's Ultimate Linings. Fiberglass base rails, trimless edges, DuPont automotive finish. Enjoy safety and superior advantages Lear offers. We'll even take $100 off with a purchase of a shell and liner. Visit our website at smithsultimate.com or call us at 505-332-1403 to begin your journey today with Smith's Ultimate Linings. 
Hi, I'm Kevin with Futons and Frames. We've been doing business in Albuquerque for over 30 years. We have the largest selection of futon frames in the state. Our futons are made right here in the USA. So if quality, service, and knowledge of product matter to you, then come on down to 4311 Manal or call us at 881-6863. Want the honesty, affordability, and reliability of a household plumber without the crack? Call Rogers Plumbing and Heating, family-owned and operated since 1973 for all your plumbing needs. Reaching Albuquerque, Baylor, Moriarty, Santa Fe, New Laguna, Pueblo, and anywhere in between. Rogers Plumbing and Heating is not only fast and reliable service, being family-owned and operated since 1973 means they always put their customers first and hold each of their employees to the highest moral, professional, and ethical standards. So when you need a fix without the crack, call Rogers Plumbing and Heating at 243-9703. Something wonderful like all chocolate dipped cherries or pineapple or apricot glaze. How about chocolate caramels and creams, even red chili bars? Thousands of incredible delicacies at the Candy Lady in Old Town at 424 San Felipe and on the web at CandyLady.com. Taco Tote on Central across from the historic Highland Theater has the Family of Five meal deal. One and a half pounds of meat, fresh homemade tortillas, the sides, and don't forget the salsa. Enjoy takeout, dine in, Taco Tote, hugetacos.com. Music is the great communicator on makeusgodlyagain.com. Sometimes we just need a pick-me-up. Makeusgodlyagain.com. Six in the 505 with more 411 here for your third hour. I am at Irigon, the Rock of Talk on AM 1600, KIVABQ.FM, and rockoftalk.com. Banging on those keys is Jerry Lee Lewis. Yes, folks, ladies and gentlemen, he is still alive, uh, believe it or not. And uh, I believe that he is 86 years at young, D. Dowd Muska. Hour three, commercial free. How are you, Dowd? I'm uh, just readjusting to life back on the air, Eddie. Uh, you've been no, a very busy. Sorry, you've been a very busy young man the last couple of days. Uh, I know, and, yeah. uh, we, I th- you know, I just think people in Albuquerque. Uh, I don't know if you got a chance to listen to my interview uh, on the, the New Mexico Rising podcast, but I, I just I encourage people to go to your website and just, just find out who Eddie Aragon is. We had a profile in the Albuquerque Journal as well. Yeah, that uh, was nice. You know, very nice. Do, 
do your own research, and uh, uh, maybe he's an alternative. He might just be an alternative to the uh, the soy boy incumbent, and uh, <laughs> Jeez. Uh, that's and the, the the so-called you know Eddie, I I I can't let this go because I wrote it no, down. Uh, I wrote don't it down. Don't let it go, Dowd. I, I can't let it go. I can't let it go. Don't, don't. Uh, Manny seems to be going after more and more uh, against uh, Keller. He said that we need to in New Mexico we need to get rid of these quote unquote ultra liberal politicians. I wrote down the the actual quote. Yeah. Um, th- this is a guy who you can very easily find pictures uh, with and endorsements of some of the most far left people the state has ever produced. Uh, Martin Heinrich, Michelle Lujan Grisham, uh, Barack Obama at the national level. Yeah, and, uh, Hector Balderas. It just seems a little disingenuous that he's used the Democratic Party. I'm not, I'm not yeah. campaigning here, but he's used the Democratic Party in New Mexico where if you want to run for office, it's probably a good idea to just be a Democrat. And then suddenly at this late stage, uh, when it's convenient, he tries to sort of reinvent himself and ignore the fact that he's been aligned with these people for many, many years. It's very well, disingenuous. Well, you're giving him too much credit. I don't know that he's doing any of his own stuff. Uh, I think he is uh, controlled. He's got handlers. You know, I think, uh, I think things that he would, I don't know that he'd agree with actually what's coming out of his own mouth at this point. I really think that, you know, it's contrived. It's that, um, you know, I don't think that's, it's necessarily who he is. He wants to fully come on over to the other side of people's like, yeah, you can't uh, do it. I'm like, well, you can't, if you can't do it, you can't be the kind of, kind of the leader, man. And if you're getting taken out and you're over five in court, it doesn't really work either. I mean, it's a small bill to, to deal with and all that. He did get fined. It didn't work good. And, you know, uh, in the New Mexico uh, Black Voters Collaborative, you know, who talked about his own campaign manager being black as if it mattered. Yeah. I don't know that that, that that was a qualification, mm-hmm. you know, or something, some sort of validation. And, uh, and uh, you, as you refer to it, pandering. I just, it's not, it's not a good look for politics. And then Tim Keller, you know, the, the ping pander of all of them. It's just absolutely disgusting what he's done. And we've seen what pandering has gotten to our community. And uh, I put out the videos on Monday's blast. You saw those, uh, him uh, pandering to, Hey, uh, you know, mayors are making changes. I'm like, Whoa, that's a little, that's a little much. We're not going to defund the police. I said, refund the police. You know, people liked it. Uh, it's just that it was none of the people that actually liked it that were in the auditorium that were there on that Monday. So we got to just really think about, Take our time, evaluate what is important, what are your priorities, why do you live in a city, and I'm going to raffle them off, or rifle them off very quickly, <laughs> raffle, everything's a raffle in New Mexico with uh, lotto tickets and everything else that goes on, uh, gambling, um, but five points, the five C's, we talk about them, it's our platform, all you have to do is go to fightfor505.com, my uh, competitors are welcome to equal time here on this radio station. Um, but it's city right there in the middle. Most important thing. You don't run a good city. You can't have all the other things, which includes good COVID policy, no mandatory uh, mask or vax mandates, getting an, an epidemiologist. How about Dr. Paul Alexander for uh, this woman who was just trying to beat me into submission. She was texting me all day. Oh, that's pretty responsive. Uh, then we went to crime and then commerce and corruption. So we got to hit the, hit on those five points. We got to know what we're doing. We got to evaluate what the problems are. And uh, a forensic accounting of the uh, crime uh, by going through our police department, I think, is first and foremost. We don't know what our officers do. Uh, we don't know how they have to react out on the streets. Uh, Tim Keller, a former auditor and now our mayor, uh, should have understood better the job of that. And I think there's just too much uh, politicking going on. And even when it's Medina versus Geyer, Geyer's with Manny, you know, Medina's like, we just need to clear all that stuff out. Let's just start fresh. 
I'm your guy. Go to fightfor505.com. So uh, we'll leave it there. I'm going to rifle off some of my other uh, ideas as well this hour, but we do have two articles that we need to get to. We got uh, Rebecca here in the studio and a couple of quick phone calls to kick off hour number three. We'll probably go past seven. Uh, Dowd will finish up at 645. He's on the clock, and I do love that about him. He's uh, very punctual and timely, and uh, he is very focused. Colin, you're in the Kiva. Go ahead. Thanks for joining in. Eddie. Yes. Yes. You and you and Bob Clark, are you guys besties now? We are all besties. How's it going, Bob? How about a <laughs> nice cold course? Me and you having some, some beers. Some cold uh, cervezas. After, uh, after that debate, you guys are going to hang out for a little bit. Uh, <laughs> well, you know what? Uh, it's my job to represent all people in Albuquerque. It was his first time I meeting know. me. I went back, and I know you're giving me a hard time, but I just wanted to make sure that he knew that I was friendly and uh, as much of a ribbing as I give him, just like I would give Tim Keller or Manny Gonzalez. You know, I'm still actually someone who will uh, talk to you. So there's only two people yeah. I know that I won't talk to. What's your, what's your question, thought, comment? Go ahead. I got some comments and then I got some a question. Watch, okay. Uh, I'm watching. I'm, you're I'm, I'm, I'm washing you're over here. I can see you over here. Can you? I wash from <laughs> over here. You're over there. Go ahead. Listen to me, Carnal. Come on. <laughs> Fire away. Hey, you're dominating. You're dominating. You're dominating those debates. You're dominating the forums. You're dominating uh, every every question they ask you. And the thing is that Keller, we all know, has is, is been a liar since day one. Yeah, even four years ago, he was a liar, and he hasn't changed. The thing is, let me ask you this, because I know you, you, you say that, uh, you know, this is what needs to happen. This is what I think. Let me ask you this on uh, how many are, how many registered, what's the percentage of registered Republicans in this mayor's race, do you know? Twenty-seven point two percent, something like that. If okay. we're looking at CD, well, let me. So, hey, can I finish answering your question? It's a, it's a yeah, long go one. Ahead. Uh, we have roughly about uh, uh, overall between Republicans, <clears throat> excuse me, Republicans, Libertarians, and Independents, roughly about two hundred and fifty-five thousand in CD one. We're just gonna, that's how we're looking at it, CD one, and then uh, Democrats about have about two hundred and fifteen thousand. Uh, we had a strong registration. By the way, today's National Registration Day. Uh, if you vote a registration day, you have to pay attention to that. That's important. Um, but uh, we outnumber them, and by them, I mean the Democrats. So all the other parties, Libertarian. But, um, with, but with Independents and uh, Libertarians, that's, saying, that's how we outnumber them. Yeah, correct. And personally, I believe Independents are, are just Democrats, to be honest with you. That's my opinion. I don't. I, they're, but, they're Independents, uh, not to pick a fight with you, but. They are independents, and I, I don't agree with yeah, that. Yeah, well, I know. Uh, the thing is that uh, the Democrats that vote in the state of New Mexico, that vote in Albuquerque, that vote in, like, Cruces, all this, throughout the whole state, this is, this is what I think. Right. Democrats in this state and voting in, in the cities and all that, they hate Republicans so much more than they love their city. And that's the reason why I think, you know, it, 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 Keller's going to win by a landslide. And, and uh, because for that reason, because these people don't pay attention. You're saying everything right about politics. Uh, it's, not pay, it's not pay attention. They, it's not pay attention. Pay, it's well, it's not pay, pay attention. No, it's, it's, put, a, it's put attention. Less. It's put attention. Yeah, they hey, put attention. attention you know? Thank you, appreciate it. And, and they, they could care less. You know, they're just like, uh, they have so much hate in their heart. That they just uh, they'd rather not see a Republican in there or a conservative 
even if he's saying all the right things to help out the entire city. And, and they're just, that's just the way they are. I've, I've known that all my life here. And it's just unbelievable how these people don't have a half a, they, they, all they need is a half a brain, you know, but they don't, they don't use common sense. But that's what I think. They hate Republicans more than they love our city. And our city is in dire, dire straits. I mean, it's, 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 can I, can I, apart, I mean, I'm, I'm about to quit right now. You got me so down. It's it's that bad. No, oh, I'm, man. Not, I'm, I'm not. Should I just I'm throw in the towel right there? I'm done. That's it. I'm in Realville. I live in. I live in Burke, bro. And we put attention to everything. Hey, how about? Let me. Let me. You talk a lot, and you never let me talk every time you come on. And I'm gonna. I'm gonna. I'm gonna jump in on what you're saying and ask you a couple of questions, and they're pretty easy for you to knock out. Go ahead. Let me clear my throat. All right. So first, have I surprised you by getting on the ballot? Yes or no? No. Oh, you knew I was going to get on the ballot? Yeah. Okay. Have I surprised have, have I surprised other people by getting on the ballot, do you think? Uh, no, I don't think so. Really? Okay. Well, that's we we crossed yeah. that bridge. Did I surprise you by okay. getting through the legal challenge and all that? Did I, did that surprise you? No. Okay. We got through that. Did I surprise you in the first debate, which was uh, right around the legal challenge? And that was the North Valley uh, debate. North Valley debate. Uh, do you, what do you I don't think? know if I heard that one, but. I played it a lot. I, I played it. I mean, I'm, I'm playing the hits. So we played that a lot. Did I surprise you okay. in the, uh, the, the, that was the North Valley debate. Uh, that was, okay. of course, with Father, what's the guy's name? Father Vincent Chavez. Oh my gosh, he's awful. And then the second one, did I surprise you in the second debate with the uh, the, the the black voters, the Mexico Black Voters Collaborative? Did that did that surprise you? Surprise me in what way? Anyway, in any way, were you surprised at no, what you heard? I mean, okay, you and then the third one. I okay, mean, so you weren't surprised last night. So there's a lot of other people no. out there that are surprised at what they're hearing. So the suppression comes okay. in the form of, oh, well, he's only someone said I was polling it. There's no poll. There's literally no poll out there. It doesn't even exist. Yeah. I could give you actual numbers of where we are. In fact, mm -hmm. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do that for you really quickly, okay? So I'm going to give okay. you something that nobody has heard yet. We're going to do it in the 6 o'clock uh, hour here, okay? We'll see where we are right now because I know where, we're at, where, we, where I am at all times, okay? And I'm not surprised, and I'm prepared. <clears throat> Let me see. Bear with me. And, uh, <clears throat> are you going to go see Top Gun? Speaking of great balls of fire. I mean, he had. He's 86 years old. How many times was he married, uh, Jerry Lee Lewis? Uh, uh, D. Musk, do you know uh, how long? I don't want to crash the internet and look that up. <laughs> yeah, please. Okay, so, so, so. All right, so 23,000 plus calls. Do the math, Dowd. Uh, get your conculator out. 23,000 plus 20 calls? Is how many we've made, okay. We have okay. 707 actual responses, okay. Okay. Of those 707 responses, we have 255 people who are going to be voting for me. 255 okay. people who are going to be voting at these 707 responses. 132 people are definitely not voting for me. They give me a firm no. 227 okay. people are undecided. Now, this is trailing seven days. This is a lot of calls being done, and 93 people refuse to answer. So you tell me out of 23,000 plus calls, okay, doesn't matter. It was 707 right. responses. Uh, Dow, what does that put me in the uh, 35? Yeah. How much? 
36%. Yeah, uh, that number has been increasing literally day by day. And today it went up, it jumped a couple of points as well. Not to mention the spread between yes and no. Okay. More people have gone yes or no. So here's what I will Can tell I ask you. you a question on those numbers? Uh, no, you actually can't. I'm just going to give you what the numbers are, okay? So <laughs> yeah, you, you okay, don't, you but don't, I want to ask you a question on it. Well, I'm probably not going to answer it. So I've already given you way too much in the market, way too much information. But a, a margin of error, a margin of error on that Dowd on 707 sample size is roughly about four percent, correct? Yeah. So I'm somewhere between 40 and 32 percent right now. What they're going to do is they're going to do a sampling poll from McCluskey's polling agency, and it acts as voter suppression. Okay, and then they're going to release that. And then what's the other one? Uh, Dowd. Sanderhoff? Sanderhoff. Sanderhoff. I like Sarnoff better. Sanderhoff. Better, okay. better, better yeah. about you. So Sand, Sanderhoff over there, the Sanderhoffer over there is going to be. Over there at 770. Yeah, there he is. The expert. He's the political expert. So he's going to he put out this, everything. He knows it all. He's Itolo. So he has all the information that he's going to be putting out, right? And he's going to put something that's very complimentary to that stuff. He's not prepared for the number of phone calls that have been placed and the responses that we've had. The time that they release their phone calls, I'm literally projecting what they're going to get. Not only have I exposed the media, right, the television stations, not have I exposed the, the journal. You see that very nice things are actually written about me in the journal. Uh, not only have we exposed, like, you know, the other side, and we got other radio stations that are now talking about us, we are also going to expo expose the pollsters for the fraud that's been going on. It's a step-by-step -step basis, okay? And you can't do this without yeah. actually doing the work. You can't do it, and you have to do the hard work. So this exercise that we're doing and what we're going through, we're going to help clean up everything for 21 and 21, so we can get ready for 22. We want to win the school board stuff. We want to win, and when I say we Republicans, please don't badmouth us and stick together. We can stick together. We jump in the lake together off the bridge. We'll be fine. Then to 22, we get to the House, then we start looking at the gubernatorial, and who are we coming for? There's only one target, and she's a little one. Well depending upon what you think little is, but she's a gigantic tyrant. So that has to be our focus. And this is the, um, and guess what, regardless of whatever happens to me, and I do mean like literally if anything happens to me, this whole machine has already been built and we're marching. And it doesn't matter if Republicans who are elected stay with us because we we'll, they'll be trashed after this. They will literally be trashed. They won't exist. The party, the only thing that matters is the state party now. Okay, and we've got all the information, all the data, everything that we need to do. We are going to march forward, and then this whole thing with the people who actually have been validated, put on, we're going to help every single Republican that wants to go ahead and run for office, and we're going to build. I guarantee you we'll get the registration well over 30% through 2022. We're at 27%. I would predict by this time, look at the Arizona numbers. Arizona is a very weird state. I think it's got one-third, 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 but it's barely hanging on by a thread, okay? And it's the complete obverse of what New Mexico is, right? Because you have 46% Democrats, 30, uh, was, was it 24% uh, independents, and 28% uh, Republicans that you have in this state. That is going to come down tremendously. The Democrats are going to be whittled away with this, uh, with this particular election in the city of Albuquerque, as the boundaries are going to get redefined. Remember, we don't care about re redefinition of boundaries in the city of Albuquerque, and exactly zero people are paying attention to that. 
Zero. No one's paying attention to Albuquerque right now. They're all caring about federal offices for CD1, 2, and 3. They all care about, you know, overall what the house is going to look like and how they're going to cut up. And nobody right now is paying attention to the city of Albuquerque election because they call it, quote, unquote, nonpartisan. This is going to help every Republican up and down the ticket. Not to mention, have you looked at Joe Biden's ratings right now? His ratings are below 40 percent. And that is going to hit. They are a threat away from an economic crash and a, a full on maybe coup either with within the White House uh, with Kamala Harris or outside of the White House with, hey, you're hanging on by a thread. You want to put Kamala in? We're going to go ahead and take over the Senate once again. And we already own the judiciary or excuse me, the Supreme Court. So I'm telling you, it looks pretty good if you can hang in there, but you can't telegraph this stuff too much because too many people pay attention. And when you start to, when they start paying attention, they start panicking and then you start getting attacked. And that's likely what's going to end up happening to me over the next five weeks. So your question on this data is. How many of those on your numbers, how many are Democrats that are going to vote for you? I have a one word answer. Proportional. You said, say it again? Proportional. Okay. I'll leave but it that's there. That's not giving me a number. I don't need to. I have. So, I, I don't need to give you, you a number. Need, you need a lot of Democrats, Eddie. I'm just telling you, man. I'm I agree. You, I I, so I'm the youngest. Uh, I'm the, uh, uh, here, brother, know. I'm going to tell you. I was the youngest member of the state central committee, brother. And not only that, I work for Tom, <laughs> you work for Tom Udall, Raymond Sanchez, and these other Democrats. And these people have driven the nails in the coffin of the New Mexico economy, as well as the state of New Mexico in general. These are people that I know. I know well. We've figured them out. We know how to beat them. We just got to get other Republicans to believe that they don't need to cross over the aisle because we are about to kill off what's left of our state if we do that. And people aren't going to go ahead and say, well, I'm not going to cross over. What they're going to do is say, I'm going to cross over the state borders. And I'm leaving to Oklahoma, Texas, Arizona, Colorado, or Utah. Yeah, That's the way I, it's going to go. I, I agree with that. Okay. Yeah. All right. So what needs to happen is uh, Manny I, needs to drop out. She could take take this and, and run with it, man, and, and just go up against Keller head on. I need. That's what I need. That's I what need, Manny needs to I do. Need, so reach I need, out to him. I need the time. I, I reach it. I'm not going to reach out uh, right now, and no. I need him. I need him in the. Uh, I need him uh, in the race. Okay, uh, we get to the the runoff, and I guarantee you a win. If I get to a runoff with Tim Keller, I will destroy Tim Keller. I will absolutely destroy Tim Keller. And both of these people that are in the, in the, on the station with me right now, both uh, Dowd and, and Rebecca and the rest of the people who are on board understand that. But we're going to need a little bit more time right now because we have to do a lot of convincing in this very short amount of time. And I hate to say yeah. it, but you well, know, you know, you're, Manny you're doesn't have it. a chance. I'll give you that. You're nailing it and you're destroying Tim Keller right now, but people need to I, attack, they, I did hope I they're listening to that. Did I attack Manny one time last night? Yeah, you went after Manny a couple of times. When? You know? Name one time. Let me think. Let me think. No, back. you can't think uh, of it because it didn't when happen. You said, when you said about the county, when you, you mentioned something about the county, I have to go back and I have to think about it, but I, not not attack them the way you went after Keller, but you did point out some things that Manny, because you mentioned, this is what I liked what you mentioned is like, these are two Democrats. And that's what I'm trying. That's what the Republicans need to pay attention to, because I and and I've heard this in different people from different people, different stations. There's Republicans calling in saying, "Well, I'm voting for Manny," and I'm like, "What the heck are you talking about, man? These people are crazy." And that's the thing: is Manny is a Democrat. Period. Just like you pointed it out, Manny's a Democrat. 
Keller's a Democrat. How can these Republicans not vote for you? It's unbelievable. Well, it's unbelievable. If they're listening and paying attention, and to me, they're not true Republicans. They are. They're rhinos. They're some of the people that are leading the party. Uh, Trudy Jones, Wayne Johnson, uh, see Bill Ream, uh, see Janice Arnold Jones. Johnson, really? Are you are you serious? Yeah, he gave wow. uh, he gave him an endorsement. But the thing is, is these no people, way. yeah, wow. these people are outside wow. of of all that, and they don't really understand. Yeah. Remember, I want you to understand, like you and I are talking, right, Carnal, on here, and we're talking about put attention and things like that. One of the things the Republican Party hasn't understood is they haven't understood culture, and we're helping them understand all that. And with me, they get that <laughs> immediately. And so we're able to move uh, this forward, get them an education here in the uh, city of Albuquerque, and then we help everybody and all the Republicans win up and down the ticket in 2022. That's the way it's got to work. Yeah. And uh, It we, has to because Santa Fe has to change also. You yeah, know? Santa Fe. I, mean, I don't like the silver hair ponytail crowd. Yep, me too. I, yeah, I agree with that. From the, from oh, the and what about ESPA up there, huh? They got a, they got a Republican <laughs> mayor. They got it right. If Espa can do it, I mean, maybe he, maybe that guy runs for mayor, right? Don't you think? Oh, I mean, a, not mayor, so governor, governor. Yeah, the Republican, yeah, the Republican mayor. We can get him to you know, also jump in and uh, be involved in the governor's race, lieutenant governor or something yeah. like that. That'd yeah, be that'd sure. be pretty strong, don't you think? Yeah. Well, I've had a long conversation with Jay uh, Jay Block. You yeah. Know? yeah, he he's, is he's, he is uh, not supporting me. He is uh, he's oh, he's not. I no. asked him. No, no, no. He's, You're kidding me. Then he lied to me. Because I told him, he goes, well, I'm not, I'm not, I can't vote on that mayor's race. And I go, well, who are you, who are you supporting? He goes, well, I'm supporting Eddie. <laughs> and I said, that's what he told me, man. I'm telling you. That's what he told me. He's, <gasps> he's, he's a mentiroso. What's going on? So he's there? a mentiroso. He's not he's from here. He's from Where are you from? You're not even from, from here, bro. What's up? <laughs> you know, Luis Sanchez and you got Greg Zanetti. You got all the, you know. There you go. You do who, who are you supporting in that governor's race? I'm supporting governor's Republicans. Race. That's who I'm supporting. I'm, I'm supporting other, whoever gets the nomination. Yeah. I'm supporting Republicans who support other and, and Republicans. And that's that's what that's what is the problem with a lot of Republicans in this state. They're just like you. you I mean, you got to vote the. You got to support the Republican no matter what. No man. matter, no matter what. Communist. Got to let it fly, right? So, let it fly or well, die. I hope everything works out. I mean, I hope those numbers are right, and and I. You well, know, we don't I have to hope. We've got the we got the good. count. Yeah, we got the count. So yeah, and you're nailing it. I'm just telling you, you're, you're doing a you're 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 dominating, man. And these what people people that pay attention for the mayor's race, they need to pay attention and listen to every single word you say. And uh, it's just unbelievable that I'm hearing Republicans, uh, you know, supporting Manny. It's unbelievable. I just can't. I, I don't understand. It. It's ridiculous. And they never pay attention. They put attention. Bueno. They don't put. They don't even put attention. Is know. what the problem is. Don't let you people know. lie to your face. You got to smack them. <laughs> All right. We'll see you. Bro. Well, it was on the phone, so. Eee, that's even know, worse. I, lying to me on their phone, I like you're. I couldn't knock him back. Yeah. Uh, there you go. Yeah. Keep up the fight, bro. All you're right. Doing good. Take care. I had, I had another word later, bro. All right. So, uh, wow, that was, uh, he had a lot of information he was cranking out of me. I don't know. Yeah. Well, well, Eddie, I think the thing, the numbers you ran through, which I'm not part of the campaign, so I'm learning these numbers the same way the listeners are. Uh, if I were a highly paid consultant working for uh, Tim Trump, our incumbent mayor, <laughs> I, I would be terrified that five weeks before the election, 32% mm. Of voters are undecided five weeks before the election. That means there's a hell of a lot of room for the challengers to maneuver there. 
Um, the secret. Hey, no, oh, that's a secret. <laughs> okay. I won't say anything. Um, but, and the other thing, because I've been wondering about this the last few weeks, Eddie, because we don't get any polling, and Albuquerque is set a, going to set a horrific murder rate crime yeah, you know, record. Right. And if you look at the federal data, we're at 7.4% unemployment. That's two-tenths of a percentage point higher than the state unemployment, which is fourth, fourth worst in the country. So who's supporting Tim Keller? Uh, the fact that your poll or your calls show 32% still undecided at this late date, that I'd be terrified if I were in the Keller camp and heard that information. A doubt. We're going to robando the election, bro. We're going <laughs> to steal it. Did you hear about all hey, the drop boxes? They're all the, all the crime. <laughs> we're going to steal the election. And right from the hands of that Tim Keller, right from the, the Sheriff Manny's, we're going to steal it. All right, uh, 550-5500. Uh, a lot of people like that conversation. We're just chewing the fat. Uh, Eddie, how can we get uh, signs? Um, I will I will text you. Uh, we'll, we'll do that. But remember, it's the Rice Aroni, San Francisco Street. There you go, right over there. Today. Loved your debates, so definitely a supporter. I'm reaching out to all the people to support you. You know, that's awesome. All right. Eddie was so happy when you said all lives matter. I said, you know, I was, I was going to go through the categories, but I didn't want to use up my, I didn't know how many people I would feel like that if I went to one, then I'd be leave something else out. And I understand what they mean uh, by Black Lives Matter, but we want to reinforce the fact that every single live, every person, every, every uh, resident, right? That's the word we use uh, matters and all that including unborn black babies who are targeted by the abortion industry. Sounds like you're being scrambled. Speaking of scrambled eggs, Saturday morning on uh, Rice Aroni, San Francisco Street, 5150 San Francisco Street. Also a great, great album, 5150. So you got Van Halen, Van Halen, Rice Aroni, and boom, you were there. You'll never miss it, right? How old is he? Um, what's up, Chris? Chris? Hi, Eddie. You were awesome in the forum in the debate. Just wanted to check on Rudy. He's okay. We miss him. I know he'll be back. Don't worry. You get to hear him all the time. God loves a broken heart. Please look at September 14th Associated Press article on Dropbox. Very interesting. On Dropboxes? Oh, Dropboxes. Okay, got it. I'm not going to play into this whole thing of voter suppression really right now. I can't do that. Haven't heard Rudy in a while. Rudy, Rudy, fresh and fruity. Is he okay? No. He's doing great. Absolutely. Bosky Ballad Bump Box. It's hilarious. That's Scott again. There, the guy just—I don't know how he does it. Can you imagine between uh, uh, satire? The guy just nails it. Does he work for a living, or does he just wait around all day and send you cool texts? No, <laughs> no stalk people. He's all stalkers. Spooky. Uh, who moves like a butterfly and stings like a bee? Four point six percent kin of Muhammad Ali. Yeah. I'm getting some poems. Where's uh where's Stephanie, our poet laureate? Heidi, I thought it was not only a superb move, but hilarious when you spoke up for Gonzalez. Telling Keller, Manny is on the ballot. There's not much you can do. <laughs> it was a good point. <laughs> you can read my mind. I was listening on the radio, but in my mind, I imagined that moment. Like, can you imagine if I actually started doing voices on the debate stage? I don't think that'd go over well. <laughs> We're going to start with the Espanola police blotter right now. Oh, right now. Those are going to say, how did that go over? You tried to make me racist. And I, mean, I just had a 30-minute conversation going back and forth with Mr. Put Attention. I was listening on the radio, but in my mind, I imagined that moment like this. You grabbing them both by the ears to take them behind the shed to spank them. 
<laughs> Eddie, Eddie. When they say they're going to do everything to keep you from winning, that means they're scared. Gee, they're scared. I like that. Good news. That is good news. Uh, Eddie, Matt Gates brutalizes General Milley. You should be fired. I was Matt Gates. So what's, what's going on with that guy? He really looked good in the suit. I know they try to get him for underage something or other. He's got this. He also brutalizes the uh, traitorous moron Lloyd Austin. Millie should hang for his treasonous crimes. Got to get into that. Got to get back into the fray again. Uh, hey, Eddie, the news stations are saying that there's only 89 murders in Albuquerque because that's what a PD is investigating. Like the real numbers, like 109, if a murder happened within the city limits of Albuquerque, it's an Albuquerque murder. That's something you can hammer in the mirror on the media. All I know it is for Merrick Keller. Wow. And these guys are getting, see, this is how you know people are involved. They start coming up with nicknames and ideas and various other things. So I think that that's a good thing. Uh, Donald Trump's texting me. He needs more money. I will definitely be fighting for the 505. Look at that. Whoa, man. What's up, handsome? Red beard there with the, uh, he's got the red goatee there with the red Aragon uh, hat. He's fighting. I want to say the other word. and It's, it's going to come out, and then I'm going to have to hit the dump button. Only the people, the, the TV. Yo, dog, stickers, shirts. What up? Give us some of your Española accents. My wife hasn't heard it. It's hilarious. Haven't I been kind of doing it a little bit today? Punt the can down the road. Pass the buck. Kick them while they're down. (laughs) The Democrat contest. Who is the best? Richardson. That's really good. That's uh, that's good. From the movie Rocky. Oh, Tim's a bum rock. Okay. Tim's a bum rock. You didn't really get that. Uh, Eddie, I agree with Rebecca. Keller sees Manny as a threat, not you. Hopefully that is his undoing. Okay. Yep. What do you think? Yeah. Yep, that's what I think. Uh, thank you, guys. They do accept medical or religious reasons exemptions, but they have to, quote-unquote, approve it. I don't even know if the University of New Mexico even believes. They don't believe in the conquistadors. They remove that, but it's on my diplomas, right? we got to figure it. So that was 2019. Sure. Like, we get to ask when, you know, when I'm a lot older, when I, my brain won't be as functional at that point, then I'll be like, does your diploma have a conquistador on it? Any, uh, you know, they had that. Remember the Virgin Galactic? They had conquistadors when they uh, started. They did. They did. Isn't that what you said? With Bill Richardson there, yeah. Dick Ritchie. <laughs> <laughs> Dick Ritchie. <laughs> Don't you remember True Romance? Oh Dick yes, Ritchie. Dick Ritchie, right? That's right. Yeah, yeah. He gets on. Uh, what is it called? Uh, Starsky and Hutch, or what did he? <laughs> right. But does he get? Uh, right. is it, no, is it Magnum PI? It was the other one with the guy who does Shatner. Shatner. Yeah, Shatner, yeah, the yes, Shatman. Yes, now, what yes. was it? What is it? Uh, what's his name? Uh, T.J. Hooker. T.J. Hooker. Yeah. He's yeah, always he's, on the on the on the, ho- yeah. the hood of the car. Yeah, the new T.J. Hooker. They're bringing back Adrian Zemed. Yeah, yeah, there we go. The T.J. Hooker. Best movie ever. A true romance. I love that movie. That's good. A great, great, great soundtrack. Gandolfini oh. key scene in that one too. Yeah, he does. Yeah, he does the whole. They do the, uh, you know, the the crime scene in the trailer. Where he basically uh, plays a little opera. You know what? You know what's great? I'm gonna. I wish I could play that whole entire scene, but I think I'm gonna wrap this. I'm gonna wrap the show with uh, with that song, Lock Me. Uh, that's what it is. Uh, it's a really great opera. I think we need to go out to some opera today. Definitely, we haven't had any in a long time. Yeah, it's been a long time since we've got uh, any. Uh, Debilius Lockman, I think that will be good. And, you know, the great scene. 
know. And your great, 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 great grandmother. <laughs> and then, yeah, <laughs> whole thing just breaks open. There it is. Am I busy? Yes, I'm on the air. Hello? <laughs> <laughs> it's like someone knocking on the Johnny when you're in there. It's like, you can see my feet. Is anybody in there? Yes, me. It drives me crazy when people do that. Do they still do that? They do that. Yeah, you get you're in there and you got the door closed. It's like obviously you're kind of busy. Hello? And then they're knocking yeah. on the door. It's like, uh, really? There we go. Ugh. I had a call that I don't. I you ever look at uh, the the phone thing and you say you, maybe you shouldn't pick up that phone call. <laughs> I, I I can almost I know it's David on that line, like I know it, I can feel it. Right? Is that you? Call you in the Kiva. Go ahead. Well, Eddie, I'm not David. You're not David. You're our Stephanie, our poet, right? I am. Speaking of, you're wondering where I was and getting points. Where are you? So Our poems. There you are. Okay. I miss David, too, but I I love you, Stephanie. You're great. Lay it on us. Well, Let, drop just, some, drop some, I, sick, I, drop I guess, some sick rhymes here this afternoon. Well, I'm going to, but first, I bet I'm no. better looking than David. Okay. Hey, you know what? Everybody okay. looks like, everyone looks like a flashing red light in my studio because I can't see you and I can't see David, so. That's only because we all wear the red hat. Oh, there you go. I like that. That's good. Okay. Okay. I I finished this one Monday. And by the way, I did leave you a disc with Nancy with all my points on it. So if you haven't gotten it, ask her for it. I'll ask her. I'll tell her discs. Is that like the... what? what, People still use CDs. All of my points are on it. Actually, it's a flash drive, just a flash drive. Oh, okay, good. All right. Yeah, I know where to plug that. And thing. I put all my points on it, all, all the right. ones I've finished so far. Shoot, so, here okay. we go. This one is called, in honor of the debate yesterday, Pretty Boy Floyd or Pretty Boy Tim? Pretty Boy Floyd or Pretty Boy Tim, four years a fugitive, four years a mayor, with both crime increased within, and for this, we are in favor Burning of mortgage documents, banks regretted by Pretty Boy Floyd, but this freed many a debt, so it was told. Many would say a good deed came from the crime of Pretty Boy Floyd, but under Pretty Boy Tim, I proclaim our city has been soiled. Four years, says he, Albuquerque's lights to brighten, but on Drew's knees I prayed crime to be lightened. Yet he rallied with Black Lives Matter, costing taxpayers a million in damage. Those who opposed were but an attacker and the city's money he did not well manage. His words do not matter. To gain votes is really his goal. So with action, he must flatter, and with Black Lives Matter, roll. More criminals on the street, yet defund the police, we must do. And have less officers on the beat, for their votes, pretty boy Tim must woo. To improve the city, one must review the stats quite clearly, and pretty boy Tim to remove. So on November 2nd, Remember to fill in the box. Must Eddie Aragon, the only Republican, and replace Pretty Boy Tim, the Fox. Wow. That was so beautiful. <laughs> Stephanie, thank you. We're going to go out to that. We'll see you tomorrow. Look for those okay. Thank you, Stephanie. Okay. Have a good day. All right. You too. <laughs> she, she, she's, she's jumping in. Thanks, everybody, for listening. Great show.
Doubt see you tomorrow. And, of course, we'll see Rebecca tomorrow as well. Thanks, everybody, for tuning in to the Rock of Talk on AM 1600 KIVA, ABQ.FM, and rockoftalk.com. Good night.
This is the Rock of Talk on AM 1600 KIVA Albuquerque. If you've been sitting on the sidelines or want to diversify, 